This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free, bring up whatever you want. Number 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. And joining you here tonight, it's Ian. Allie. And Mark. Mark, returning from another vacation. How was this one, man? Uh, vacation? I mean, I've you know, got to go down and see my wife. She's down in Florida. Was it wintering. working? Was it a working vacation for you? I, I certainly did a lot of work for oh, Free Talk Live. Good to know. Good yeah. to know you're still on the ball. Yeah, somebody's got to keep this illusion <laughs> running while you run off and play activist. Oh, i got to hold a camera oh, while man, some guy in a clown mask gets arrested. It has been uh, quite... You know, I don't know why you're poking fun, Mark. There's a lot of activism going on up here now. And... I, there absolutely is a lot of activism going on. How about the most important activism? running the largest uh, pro-liberty radio show in the world. It runs pretty fine on Amazing, its own. Amazing, Mark. That's because I run it. It doesn't run on its own. You do a good job, What kind Mark? of nonsense There's no doubt about is it. that? Do we have any gold stars? Gold stars? Like to give one to Mark? Yeah. yeah. I'd, like to give, I'd like to give one to my co-host for working hard. Yeah. What would you do without me? I... Don't know. It's a lot harder with. It. I know. I know. Actually, I, you're in jail for 58 days That's for right. standing in front of a police car to protect t- protect topless so you know beer like. drinking women from all over the world from getting arrested. Yeah, I'm um, actually not getting arrested from ta- having to take tickets that the cops wish to give them. You're gonna downplay Ian's jail time. That's pretty low. What? I, I, well, did I downplay it or did I accurately uh, represent what it was? Are you asking me? I'm asking. I, I mean, you can look at it chime in multiple different way you ways. <laughs> you can look at different ways. I thought, I mean, a lot of people said. are inspired by the saying in front of a police car. Some people are. Some it's people true. A lot more people are inspired idea. by civil disobedience and non-cooperation than they are by going and speaking at a political event. Uh, like some sort of uh, state reps meeting where they have the meeting at 11.30, that it starts at 11.30, they let three bureaucrats speak, and then they tell everybody, all right, well, we're going to take a break for lunch here and come back in four and a half hours. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what just, they did to you. You could just hang around all day long and wait for us to return when we, we may de- deem you allowed to uh, to speak to us. Although uh, that was said... I, was I uh, backing up the legislative process here when I just said, hey... You no, you weren't. Make some telephone calls to some stations, get free talk live on more stations. That's Actually, all I've, I have been calling stations this week, Mark. You'd be happy to know. Uh, as a matter of fact, we'll, one of our radio stations is uh, going to be coming on board for weeknights starting next week, which Excellent. is exciting. So that's great. And it's an FM. Can't say which one, I think, right now, but uh, down the line, we'll let you know. So 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up anything, but... I just can't stay away from the activism. It's just too much, uh, too much fun, and there's so much that's been happening up here recently. Uh, it's been great. In fact, Allie just launched her own uh, radio program. Not the first uh, show that Allie has been a part of. You had your own show back when you were down in Alabama. Yeah. Well, this this is a whole different kind of thing. And is uh, it now? Well, yeah, it's different because there's going to be more women involved, and mm. it's sort of about what we're doing here as opposed to just you know. Uh, the other show you're referring to is Liberty Bells, and in which we just talked. We talked a little bit about what was happening in Auburn, but um, but Ladies and Keen Radio is more about uh, what it's like to be an activist and an activist woman in Keen because it's really exciting and it's good to get the female perspective out there. Why should someone care about what's going on in Keen? Uh, well, because I think it's important to know when. These ideas are being tested. Uh, I think it's sort of an activist experiment in a lot of ways, and I think it's. I think it's. You mean interesting. the whole thing happening here? Yeah, every all the different kinds of things that are being tried and the support around all of it. It 
it raises discussion and it's kind of interesting to see because we can speculate over what might happen if someone was to do this activism or not. And um, but to see people actually doing it and what and what has happened and, you know, just what what are good approaches to take and things like this. I think it's really interesting to talk about. So now you've been uh, up here in New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project for mm, four months, about five, five, five months. So not quite a half a year thus far. What sort of changes have you seen in just the half a year that you've been here? Have you noticed anything that is? I've noticed the organization among the activists is getting better and better every day uh, and using new kinds of technology to improve their activism and uh, just spreading information. I mean, it's something that you can tell will continue to grow, especially as more and more people get here. Yeah, I think that uh, I've seen a, a huge increase in activity just over the last uh, four months or so here. It's it just keeps getting better with more people showing up all across the state. Uh, Mark, you just had the Free State Now program successfully add 250 plus, I think, members to the Free State Project Signers. signer count, which I think is very exciting. I'm glad to see that that's finally uh, taken. Somebody somebody decided to really take ownership of that. Uh, mm-hmm. Seth Hippel did over at the uh, the Free State Project. Seth is a doer. And he made it happen because uh, it had kind of somehow ended up languishing. I don't know what had happened. Like you'd submitted these signatures and the Free State Project board was like, we're busy with something. And they didn't, uh, you know, yeah, didn't deal with it. Yeah, I think the holidays uh, probably, you know, it sat in somebody's email box or somebody assumed that there were maybe another, was another CC on the email or something like that. And it something didn't go like anywhere. That. I can tell you the act was kind of interested to see what was going to happen, so I just kind of let it sit rather than following it up. Good salespeople follow things up. I just wanted to see what would happen, and, you know, it's that. Well, I did follow it up for you and uh, made it uh, made it go through. So we're you know work together on these uh, these issues, and people support different uh, areas of activism. To so to say that one is you know somehow uh, detrimental or, or negative uh, to the movement, I I don't don't agree with that. Not that you were saying that, Mark, but some people would suggest that non cooperation and or civil disobedience is detrimental. But I think the jury's out. Um, I mean, you know, I'm tr- I try to look at the evidence, and the evidence to me doesn't look particularly good at this moment. The evidence is more people move uh, because of it mm-hmm. and that's solid evidence it's it, it is some yeah. solid evidence however yeah. i have seen a crackdown in some areas um, oh yeah of course whenever you uh challenge the status quo there will be a crackdown i can tell you if it, if if activists in manchester or concord What's or the wherever crackdown for the political a- uh, end have we seen that well, there has been some uh, some backlash. Uh, backlash, certainly people, yeah. you know, see people yammering. But uh, you said crackdown. But crackdowns whenever happen you, when legitimacy is threatened. Crackdown, crack, right? Uh, crackdowns happen when legitimacy is threatened. So, like for instance, you uh, last night we pointed out this military guy that got off. I don't know if you heard about this. The uh, yeah, the, 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 sl- the guy that sl- helped slaughter uh, dozens of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, he completely got off with just a demotion, not even a month in jail. It was The original proposal was 90 days in jail uh, for him. He ended up right. getting zero. And I think Jason Talley made a real important point when he said that he's facing months in jail for recording video to court lobby. So it you know it shows you where the, the people calling themselves the state place their importance on, on things. Like murderer, worked for the state, followed the state's orders, he's okay. Guy that records video in a place where he's told not to in a public court building threatens the legitimacy of the state. And so, therefore, you're going to jail for a long time. And so I think that shows, you know, where their priorities are and what they want to enforce. So the people with non-cooperation and civil disobedience are striking the root uh, more so than are the people in politics. Because the people in politics are doing essentially what they're, 
they're told to do. Well, you need to work within our system. You need, here, follow our rules. We've written, we've written these rules for you to follow. Follow this system, and then you know maybe we'll consider changing things. But the people with, that are doing non-cooperation are striking at the root because the, the people that are the state, that call themselves the state, know that if enough people stop cooperating, it's over for them. It's over. You know, it's really, just like that. You know what's really special about the non-cooperation happening in Keene is that uh, as many people are getting involved in being active and non-cooperating, there are peop- like, almost just as many people reporting and working on the media aspect of that and getting the word out. Because not all media cooper- is in- 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 incredibly powerful. There's been a uh, huge aspect. explosion in media over the last six months just here in Keene. Uh, and and I think it's it was spurred on by some of the non-cooperations. You know, Derek Jay got arrested a couple times uh, this summer, a few times this summer. That spot inspired video, and those people, you know, got out and they they started editing more, and they got it. And then Free Keen TV was happening at the same time. And so it's there's a lot really of work been to do that editing. There's really been a uh, a lot of that, a lot of media that has come out of this. And, and there's been interest from outside sources of media in what's happening in Keen too. So sure, it's not Kelly just Voluntarist, uh, she's from Keen. She She's the newest blogger over at freekeen.com. She went to the airport uh, last week, as you may have heard, Mark, and uh, took her clothes off. Uh, Some of them. Down to her lingerie. That news story splashed across a bunch of Clear Channel radio station websites. So, uh, you know, that, that's perfect fodder for, hey, it's the Wacky Morning Show. You won't believe this. Somebody took off her clothes at the airport. They talked about it on morning shows all around the country. Pretty cool stuff. So uh, 855-450-FREE is the toll-free number here. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever you want. This is Free Talk Live. DigEdPress.com is your home for illustrated science fiction and adventure. Escape from Terra, Volume 2, continues the bold adventures of intrepid space pioneers as they find wealth, freedom, and a giant Elvis hit in interplanetary space. Thetis Crumb is where Swashbuckle meets Steampunk in this offbeat space pirate saga written by L. Neil Smith and illustrated by Scott Beezer. Both books are $14.95 each and available now at BigHeadPress.com. This is Free Talk Live. Toll-free number for you is 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. We'll give you the features on the site there completely free, so enjoy those. And so features include archives. If you've missed a moment, just click and download. They're yours right there on the front page of the site. Uh, Actually, the last seven days' worth are on the front page. Then you can go all the way back to late 2006 when you click into the archive section over at freetalklive.com. And you can also uh, give us uh, some Bitcoins if you have some to give because we have our Bitcoin tip jar out there over at bitcoin.freetalklive.com. And if you don't know what the Bitcoin is, well, you owe it to yourself if you support the idea of alternative currency uh, to go and look into it because it's an incredible invention. And it's one that is not controlled by anyone. It is an open source, distributed, peer-to-peer digital cash. It's not uh, issued by a corporation. It's not issued by a government. It's not centrally controlled. It's not centrally stored. The entire thing is almost completely impervious to any kind of an attack. I say almost completely because I'm not. A, I'm no mathematician, but from what I understand, mathematically, this is almost you know literally an impossibility, close yeah. to a darn impossible uh, to to crack. So the government sure as hell isn't going to be able to crack this. 
and they are pretty upset about it. Not today. I mean, yeah. you know, it, it, cryptography tends to, it, it seems to, you know, move forward, but a lot of the crypto geeks really are impressed yeah. with this. Right, but when has the government ever gotten ahead of the crypto marketplace? I don't know, but does, does Bitcoin have an opportunity to be revamped and get better? I, I think don't so. Know. I, I mean, it's, I would guess it is. These guys have the ability to make changes to the software. It's open source, right? As I understand it, at least. So uh, go to weusecoins.com if you'd like to learn more about the Bitcoin. And you can actually get physical Bitcoins that make for interesting conversation starters. Uh, you can go to memorydealers.com to do that. That's memorydealers.com. It's the currency that's transforming your world, whether you know it or not. Bitcoins. All right. So 855-450-FREE. That's the toll-free number. Of course, you can bring up what you like. We've been talking about, uh, just kind of started the show up by talking about what's been happening in town here uh, in Keene, where we do this radio program. There's just seems like there's been a lot more activity than in even just the recent past. And for a little while, Mark, you probably heard me gripe at least a little bit about how, you know, I wish there could be more activism. Now I'm getting to the point where I'm thinking there's is a sure is a lot of activism around here. Like, if you go to freekeen.com and just scroll through a page, you'll see how many posts there are on just one day. And most of the posts are relating to things that are going on in, in this area. So it's, it's getting pretty busy and it's the middle of winter too. So I expect more people are going to move here in 2012. We know a lot of people are graduating college and that sort of thing. And uh, people are planning on getting out of college and coming up to New Hampshire, joining the Free State Project and Obviously, Keene's going to be a destination, so uh, it's exciting, of course, to have the Liberty Forum coming up as well. And, oh, by the way, the uh, the Porcupine Freedom Festival, last time around, was the, the roast of Stefan Molyneux. Mm-hmm. Were either of you at that? event no i heard parts of it uh i you know i i don't know i was you know we were on the air i didn't well, go to the event thing. no no we were not on the air for the whole thing That's after true. we got off the air there was it was still going on probably went for like another hour after we got off the air and i went and i checked it out you remember that there was a story recently about ron paul's freaking giant yes yeah chris uh, chris, chris Lawless. he's the guy who's organizing the porcupine excuse me not the porcupine uh, but the liberty forum he's organizing the liberty forum great organizer great guy super activist unfortunately he had way too much to drink at this uh, particular event <laughs> it's not like it didn't happen if it did everybody at pork fest right but like he was on stage with a microphone it, that does make it more embarrassing and had way too much to drink mm-hmm. uh so I guess he probably if I were him I would have hoped that the video never would have come out of this but it did it's out. Ah, good. And so I'm wondering how to how to title the headline at uh, freekeen.com about this <laughs> video because uh, the guy that recorded the video it's like a 2 hour long roast of Stefan Molyneux and from what I understand it's very very funny. They've got people up there that were just knocking the crowd dead with hilarity apparently. So all of this has been captured and all of the hilarity of chris lawless being really drunk on stage was also captured so i'm, I'm thinking of like a dual title like uh you know stefan molyneux roast aka or you know also known as the giant freaking giant gets yeah, drunk the freaking giant gets wasted mm-hmm. or you know alcohol is a really dangerous drug or something like that i'm not sure exactly how to do it the video is currently up on the freaking youtube channel at youtube.com slash freaking but i haven't made an actual blog post sure, about how about freaking giant owns stefan molyneux <laughs> 
have you wait you haven't seen this so i don't, I don't know if you really want to go out on a, on a i haven't there. seen this though. yeah but uh, i did hear that bob murphy participated and it was pretty funny he was very very popular from what i understand jamie crane participated and um you know that from wheels off liberty always going to be funny so uh, but then you know there's and, and there's there's a part where he even crashes through like a chair and bends uh, a chair because oh he falls off of wow. it and like it's a total like j- drunken giant thing to do and it's it's an amazing uh, video it really is <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully somebody learned some lessons from that whether chris learned a lesson from that i don't know but somebody that watches that video will hopefully learn a lesson about drinking too much there are perhaps some lessons to be learned yes. from the video yeah, yeah definitely so uh, 855-450-FREE, that's the uh, the SACL CAI toll free line. And somebody commented on the YouTube video like, well, it takes six months to get this out. Well, maybe it's because you didn't come and do it in one month. You know, it's a group of people who are working for free. Right. You know? It's a volunteer vi- uh, ran video and it, it ended up looking pretty good, I would say. Well, you know, the the Free State Project is itself a volunteer-run organization, and, uh, you know, it, it leads to some levels of inefficiency. Uh, if you don't like it, you have the option of complaining or doing something about it. Or so, invest. Speaking of that, volunteers, uh, your program, Mark, the Free State Now thing, is what's its status? Because they, they, they inputted the 250-something names that you submitted to the yep. Free State Project because of Free State Now, but really that was all one guy. It was all Will Anderson, the guy that walked across the country for Largely. Liberty. Largely. Uh, for the most, like ninety nine percent of it, right? I I'm not going to give a percentage largely, right? So, uh, what's the status of the program? Is it funded? Uh, is it moving forward? It needs more funding. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, we don't have all the dollars to pay all the people for all the uh, recruits that we're going to get. We have a certain amount of money in the bank, and uh, you know, it's 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 enough for some signers. We're paying people per signer to uh, to get you know to get people to sign up for the Free State Project in uh, different ways and. And, you know, it's moving forward. So so it's funded enough to move forward? Yes. So like if somebody went to to freestatenow.com slash earn and they downloaded the trifold and they went out and they got people to sign this trifold and join the Free State Project and sent it in, they would get paid. If they send me 300, I'm going to have a problem. But if they sent you 30? Yeah, I can do that. You can do 30. So here's what I would suggest. But I haven't had anybody yet at all do that. Send you any? None. I mean, I've had people here. Except for Will Anderson. Uh, yeah, I've had people here talk about it. I've got people that are. People you know, in New Hampshire should not be doing this. No. People outside of New Hampshire should be doing this. And what I would people suggest. People without jobs should be doing even this. Even if you have a job. Look, I understand. There, this is a good way to make a little bit of extra income. I mean, 10 bucks a signer is what is being paid for this. Allie, if you were still down in Alabama, you could make 10 bucks a signer by going to the Mises Institute and signing people up for the Free State Project. That's true. That would be a good way to pay for my trip. Right. Does it sound that hard to do this? I mean, to, to get people who love liberty to join the Free State Project? It can't be that, that difficult. I mean, Will Buchanan got 250 people to join just on the streets of Boston. Well, different places. Uh, he also did it at Porkfest. Nobody at Porkfest. Uh, you can't sign up for the Free State Project at Porkfest. More coming up. 855-453. This is Free Talk Live. From filmmaker A.I. Wintermute comes the feature-length documentary, Liberty in Our Lifetime. It chronicles the real-life activists who have moved to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project and the many ways in which they seek to live free. But he needs your help to get this important story off the ground. Visit LibertyDocumentary.com, watch the trailer, and find out how you can help bring this film to life. That's LibertyDocumentary.com.
This is Free Talk Live. Take control of these airwaves and dial in toll-free at 855-453. The SACL CAI toll-free line 1-855-450-3733. Joining you here tonight, it's Ian. Allie. And Mark. And we invite you on over to our website, freetalklive.com. You can enjoy the various features uh, that you'll find there. Listening options are included. In fact, uh, Mark, while you were away, we added a, a third listening option to the website. It's like a mid-level uh, yeah, stream. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So we get the hot, we get the broadband stream that we, we've had, uh, but the broadband stream has moved to a new stream on a different server. We now have uh, the old broadband stream has been turned into a more mid middle band stream, if you will. So 64K is the broadband, 32 is the middle, and then there's a narrow band or dial-up stream, which is 16. So for people with really limited internet connections, they might find that, uh, that useful. Well, if you're working on, say, th- uh, 3G um, on your phone and you're driving and you want to listen to free talk live instead of something else you might be able to use the the the, uh, the middle one might be a better option to treat you know, so? it's something to try in the event that you because know, this the lower one doesn't really sound that great Le- Ian, so. not everybody else has the mental illness known as what what what, what is this uh audio audiophilia, audiophilia that you yeah. have where you can you know there's a click or a buzz or a pop <laughs> and you like flip out and start mashing buttons and turning dials and yeah be- people aren't like that i'm not like that well, there's some people who appreciate. There are good some quality. people who do, and you know they they are a small enough. You can tell the, the difference, Mark. That you might call them, uh, you know, marginalized. You can tell the difference between 64 kilobits and 16. So I sure guarantee you. Can. you yes, you can I tell. can. Yes, but yeah. if. I can also tell when my phone drops the uh, the the, uh, the feed because there's yeah. just not enough information. That makes me bananas. Yeah. I would rather hear it badly uh, or at a poor audio right. now level. Now you have three choices yes. instead of two to increase your likelihood of being able to have the stream without dropping and have it sound more listenable as well. So anyway, thought you'd be excited about that. Mark. I am excited. I Good. think it's a great idea. I'm excited. Um, okay. So uh, listen.freetalklive.com is where you can go to get tuned into the uh, the various audio streams and the other different ways you can uh, listen, including radio stations, satellite, including XM Satellite Radio, uh, free-to-air satellite, which you'd be happy to know. We had a caller call from listening to uh, free-to-air. Does that make three now? <sighs> Two like, years? Yeah, something like That's that. That's awesome. <laughs> Anyway, listen.freetalklive.com. Uh, and since we've been talking about a lot about the Free State Project If you're listening on free to air, send, me, send Ian an email at ian at freetalklive.com. He there loves you go. that. Uh, yep. So anyway, Free State Project, we've been talking about it here quite a bit tonight, and for good reason. The Liberty Forum is imminent. It is coming up within weeks, uh, within a month from now. We will all be at the upcoming Free State Project Liberty Forum, Free Talk Live broadcasting live. There are going to be great spe- uh, special speakers at the forum, including Peter Schiff, the the very famous in- uh, investment advisor. He's going to be there giving mm-hmm. one of his, I guess, a brief version of one of his seminars, as well as uh, being one of the keynote speakers. Joel Salatin, the author of You Can Farm, The Entrepreneur's Guide to Starting and Succeeding in a Farming Business, and many more. Go and get all the details at freestateproject.org slash Forum where you can sign up with coupon code FTL2012 to save 10% on the already low convention rates. freestateproject.org slash libertyforum, coupon code FTL2012. And as a bonus, you get to meet the giant himself. <laughs> he will be there. Uh, let's go to Rasan in New York. You're on Free Talk Live, Rasan with Ian, Ali, and Mark. Welcome, hello. Hi, you're on Free Talk Live. Um, What's on your mind? Yes, it's Hassan. But, um, oh, yes, sorry um, about that. I'd like to talk about... 
Yeah, I'd like to talk about an issue that was not fully covered in relation to hidden volumes on a true crypt encrypted hard drive. Okay, sure. Basically, the issue is, unless the hidden volume is made very small, it's relatively easy for anyone to notice the presence of the hidden volume if they were only supplied with one password. And the only way around this issue would be for the makers of TrueCrypt to add a feature in which, where in which accessing the decoy volume would be a destructive process where the decoy volume will have access to all user drives, thus causing its use. To so let's translate this into uh, understandable uh, English here, because I think Mark is probably not understanding. Okay, what, so there's a um, the TrueCrypt, uh, unless it's a very small volume, people will notice it. If it's a large volume, yeah, people will notice. Because, yes. Okay. I, I'm just yeah, trying to I'm trying to translate what that. you have to say, which is um, important because I'm the I'm the uh, internet dunce here, uh, Hassan. And so what? So what? So he what said Hassan after is that. proposing is that if you're going to have a large file, uh, the TrueCrypt needs a feature, and that feature should be that the large the uh, burn it down feature. The, yeah, the, the, and I'm not sure I want this. I mean, it immediately petrified the crap out of me when he said it. That essentially, if so, if it goes into this, uh, the you know, this cryptid, encrypted file, if they go after it, then everything on the hard drive is destroyed. Well, not necessarily the whole hard drive. Uh, the way TrueCrypt works is you can encrypt a whole drive, and or you can encrypt just a file container thing. Like you can just have a file on your computer that is an encrypted file okay. that you can store things in. So uh, the idea would be that it, as you're entering, it, basically the, the, the state agents have a gun to your head and they say, boy, you better put in the password or else, you know, you're done. Mm-hmm. And so you put in the password, but that just randomly wipes all of the, the, the data in that, in that entire file, basically, or, or could wipe exactly your drive, right? It, but not exactly wiping it, but basically... Um like when they access it, they'll see a partition with the usable OS and everything else on there. But when they look at the storage that it has access to, they'll see that the partition has access to the full drive. But if you have a hidden partition in there with the current TrueCrypt, when they access that hidden partition or the one that you want to use as a decoy, mm-hmm. they'll see that, hey, this hard drive states that it has 78 gigabytes usable, but this partition is only showing us having as like 70. Well, so much for it being hidden, huh? Yes, they'll still notice that unless yeah. there's some way to make it so it can see all usable sectors on the hard drive. So they'll have no indication and any reads or any writes that basically happen on that decoy partition will just overwrite whatever is on the real encrypted partition because... Even I'm a little bit lost on this one at this point, Mark. I, I think say. I've got it. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, that's good. I mean, I think Hassan's doing a pretty... Is it Hassan? Hassan. Yeah. Hassan's doing a pretty good job explaining this. Hassan, thanks for clearing that up uh, for the most part. I appreciate hearing from you tonight at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up anything. So he was basically advocating for a new feature in what is essentially a free program on the Internet? That's right. Yeah. 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 You know, maybe he could advocate for it on – I think he was just pointing it out for uh, for Mm us. Uh, I'm sure people are advocating for this, right? I mean, it seems seems like a good feature. Why don't they have it yet? 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Yeah, but free programs in some cases can be very, very well developed. Yeah, like for instance, I started um, changing up some stuff on my Google um, web server, Google Chrome, and they have all kinds of stuff. Google's not free. You're the product. (laughs) Well, 
Yeah, but I'm saying it's free to me at least uh-huh. just to have. I have <laughs> hey, this this app the that feed can is, cr- is free to the uh, livestock too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, by the way, I haven't really heard more about this privacy policy. Do you know anything about it? The new Google privacy. I policy? saw that they put it in there, but I wasn't. I've heard s- that it's like you know evil. That's all I've heard. I don't know anything about the details. No. So no one has heard anything about this. Nobody stuff. seems to like uh, privacy policies in general, and this one's supposed to be s- simpler to understand. I don't know what that means. Right. I, I don't know why everybody's so surprised. I mean, of course, Google's not going to protect your privacy when it comes to uh, you know the law enforcement. And there's certainly any, how could they? Right. Any cop that comes over to any corporation is going to be allowed in, and they're going to be given. I don't access know about any cop. Google's been pretty good in the past. Yeah, but if they get themselves something called a warrant, it'll be over for them. Absolutely. You know? So I mean. I, let's not let's not over exaggerate the uh, the situation as it has been up to this point. Here's though. a suggestion: if you don't if you don't want you know if you want privacy, don't use services like Google or Facebook or anything like that. Yep. Just keep to yourself and start don't go page. online. If you want to do some uh, private uh, surfing, use startpage.com. Yeah, I mean, it just, privacy is something you have to work for. Yes, you have to spend time and money and effort. On privacy, and the more time and money and effort you spend on it, the more private you can be. So the question is, how much time is it worth to you? How much money and how much effort is the privacy worth to you? What is it you're trying to protect, and from whom are you trying to uh, protect it? Do you need to protect everything about yourself? In which case, you can. There are ways to do that. You just have to be real careful, especially these days where privacy is easy to uh, lose. And there's so many different ways where you can give up your own privacy, sometimes without even thinking about it. Your information's valuable. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up what you want to control the airwaves. Free Talk Live. Here on Free Talk Live, we've been pretty excited about the Bitcoin. It's a decentralized, free market digital currency. You can learn more about it at weusecoins.com. But if you already have some Bitcoins and you'd like to spend them, You can spend them at SpendBitcoins.com. When you spend Bitcoins on Amazon via SpendBitcoins.com, Free Talk Live gets a cut. Or if you're an Australian trying to figure out how to buy Bitcoins, you can buy them with cash at au.SpendBitcoins.com. Once again, that's SpendBitcoins.com. Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want at 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Here with you tonight, it's Ian. Allie. And Mark. And by the way, uh, you can also go and get yourself a free audio book. These things are a great idea. Mark, you were just traveling. Uh, you know, you don't have a whole lot of time necessarily to read if you're driving, for instance. But if you have an audio book, you can get your reading in and get to where it is you're going. It's true. If, uh, you know, if you're on a trip, you get, take your MP3 player, you put the headset uh, in, and you can listen to you know, that book that you've been needing to read, those books that you've been needing to read. Mm-hmm. I, don't, you know, I, I understand not everybody the, has the, the same reading habits that, that I do, but I, there are lots of business and sort of motivational uh, books out there. The business and motivational books kind of tend to overlap just a little bit, too. Mm. And you know it's it's good 
to consume those things if you're in business, but you know, I just don't have the time to sit down and read them. However, audiobooks make it a lot easier. You, they'll, you, know, you can get the important parts. They're, it's playing right in your brain, and, and off you go. They've got uh, books in all kinds of categories at audible.com, whether it's business, classics, fiction, erotica, history, science fiction, and anything else you can imagine, any kind of book category. It's fast, easy, and affordable to do the downloads. I listen to audiobooks all the time, and um, having Audible, they you know they make it easy for me to download, and I know that that means that just about anybody can do it. You can get a free download with your gold, free gold membership at audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. You can go to audible.com and you can get audiobooks, but you can only get the free one at audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. It's a great opportunity to get a free audiobook. Audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. All right. So uh, 855-450-FREE. That's the toll-free number here. We've been talking about uh, encryption, actually, on the show. Uh, Unusually, it's kind of an unusual topic. And hopefully we've been able to keep it at a level at which uh, people can comprehend the conversation. I I feel like we've done an okay job of this. Yeah, I think we're doing pretty good. Okay, good. Uh, So... I've understood it. And, you know, for me, it seems like a lot of computers are are work and I want them to be as easy as possible. A lot of people take their computer experience very seriously. I always feel like, oh, I don't have that much important on here. But, you know, as life goes on, I get more and more important things on there. Mm -hmm. And I think it's something that we should all do. But, you know, I mean, I just it it seems like work. (laughs) It is work. And again, we're right back to the issue of privacy, right? So encryption is about privacy, something you want to keep private, say your Bitcoin wallet. Yeah, it's, about that, Bitcoin? that sounds really great. It's a good thing to encrypt. That's a good thing to encrypt. You can have one Bitcoin uh, you can have one Bitcoin wallet that's encrypted and stored away safely, and then you can have another kind of like receiving sending wallet where it's publicly known. So like the the Free Talk Live Bitcoin wallet over at uh, bitcoin.freetalklive.com, public address, anybody anywhere can send uh, Bitcoins to it. But then I can take money out of that Bitcoin account and put it into my Bitcoin wallet that's encrypted. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to unencrypt the wallet to put money into it. So there's no real work involved there except for the initial work of encrypting it in the first place. Right. And then if I ever need to access it for something to take money out of it, then I will have to unencrypt the wallet at that point. But it's it's more of a savings account kind of a wallet than, than anything else, if that makes, uh, if that makes sense. Right. So, so again – uh, this is back to the conversation about privacy and how it is that you have to take effort. You have to put time in if you want uh, privacy. If you don't, then you're you know you're wide open to attacks and and that sort Takes of thing. Takes time to lock the doors of your car and all kinds of things, right? Right, and exactly. So uh, our board operator actually uh, wanted to comment on what Hassan had to say. He sent a couple uh, messages to me during the break, and he pointed out that. What Hassan is talking about isn't really necessary because if some someone asks you why when you go into this hidden uh, volume or hidden partition on your computer and the size is different than mm-hmm. the, the original file or the size and someone says, well, why is that size different? You just claim you don't know or that you didn't set it up. I don't know. I didn't set it up. If you ask, if you're answering their questions, I mean, obviously you shouldn't even answer their questions, in my opinion. But if you're getting to the point where, like, a judge has said, "You must reveal the password," you reveal the password that lets them into this like okay area, which mm-hmm. is like the decoy area, if you will. And then if they determine that they think that there's another password you need to reveal, you can just play dumb on that one. Ah, uh, <laughs> wait, wait, another password? Well, my friend set this up for me, and uh, you know, I don't, I don't know what that I don't is. know, right? right. But then again, why couldn't you claim that right up front? 
hey, there's this hidden thing on your computer. How, how come, uh, you know, what, what's the password to that? I, there's a hidden thing on my computer? What? I, I guess it's a little harder to, to, to plausibly deny that if it's the only computer you have, right? If that's like your personal computer, I suppose that plausible deniability is tough to... I don't know that it is. I mean, you set up all my computer stuff and my True. phone stuff. And, I could have hidden you know. files on there, sure. <laughs> I don't know. Talk to Ian Freeman. Here's his telephone <laughs> number and his address. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's... Uh, well, you, certainly, you could do that, but um, I don't know. I mean... So it's, he says it's all about plausible deniability. Yeah. More so than anything else. So there's a little bit more information for you. 855 450 free, 1 855 450 3733. Let's talk to Nickelbag calling from South Dakota. You're on Free Talk Live. Nickelbag. <laughs> Hello. You're on Free Talk Live. Going once. Nickelbag going. Hey Hello. You're on the air. Hey guys. How are you doing? Well, Hello we're doing well. a radio show. Everything is well. Uh, go ahead with your thoughts. Well, I heard you guys. Hello? Hey, I heard you guys talking about the Keystone Pipeline last week. Okay. We seem to be having some sort of phone difficulties here, Nickelbag. Uh, One more try. Go ahead. But um, we had one put through here uh, like three years ago, the one they put through here last year. Or not last year, but... Three years ago or last year? And now they got the proposed one that they want to take a different route, but they end up in the same spot. Why couldn't they go right next to the same pipeline where they already have the easement? Apparently, the issue is is that the the the, the original one it goes through some more ecologically sensitive areas than the new one does, and the new one is significantly shorter. I mean, it is uh, you know basically the hypotenuse of a triangle. Is that the the long? Don't side? ask me, okay. man. I haven't been in yes. geometry since ninth grade. Allie <laughs> remembers. That's hypotenuse. good. Hypotenuse. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's the hypotenuse of the triangle, so it's a shorter route, um, and you know that's that. Those are the claims. A squared plus B squared equals C squared. That's great. Does that have anything to do with what we're talking no. about? No. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Nickelbag? Nickelbag. Or bag. It or... just seems like it'd be a lot <laughs> simpler. They already have the easements, the land studies, and all that. And... I, you know, I, I understand. Um, some corporation made a decision and they're tied in with uh, the government, right? I somebody mean, wants basi- to make some money, probably. Right. That's basically what's happening here. Thanks yeah. for the call. Appreciate hearing from you. 855-450-FREE. Let's talk to Conrad in Fargo, North Dakota. Hopefully people in Fargo yeah, are a little hello. more awake. Go ahead, Conrad. Yeah, okay. All right, I got I got a couple premises and then a conclusion for you, okay? Okay. Yes, sir. Premise, premise, premise number one, you guys love liberty so much that you're willing to change your lives completely for it. Uh, see, for example, you moving to New Hampshire yes. for a cause of liberty. Yes, sir. Premise number two, Ron Paul is the best chance we have to make a very effective change to the world. Ron Paul is kind of vague. Ron Paul getting elected or Ron Paul um, being out there? Ron Paul being elected. Okay. Okay. So those are my two premises. Whether you grant them or not, we can argue them. But based on those two things. I think I'm willing to grant them at this point. Okay. And based that Ron Paul... um, is having an immediate, like, just media blackout where they won't even talk about them. I don't understand why you don't turn your show into the Ron Paul show, where all you talk about for three hours My is God, Ron that Paul. sounds awful. 
Sounds boring. Why, why in the hell would anyone want to listen to that? <laughs> right. You know, it's it, for one, you have to be entertaining, and um, you know, Free Talk Live isn't about that. We do talk about Ron Paul a great deal. When Ron Paul's worth being talked about, we'll talk about Ron Paul. I mean, I don't want to follow like. And today, the polls went up one percent, uh, half a percent uh, for Mitt Romney. Have Ron you, Paul woke up and had some breakfast with his wife listen, this morning. If you listen what? to uh, the other talk shows out there, you'll find that they're 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 aimed at radio audiences in that. That they repeat the same crap over and over again and the same conclusion over and over again. I don't want to do that show. I don't want to do the essentially. Isn't the, that basically what we do? I mean, we, we don't repeat. No, we touch uh, no, on the same issues year after year. Uh, kind of, year after year. I'm, they're doing hour after hour, oh, well, segment after segment, Ian. I mean, if you listen, they say yeah. the same stuff over no, you're and right over again. And right. I'm just not but interested. Now is the time to use the powers of the dark side. You need to use that. <laughs> Turn Free Talk Live into the Ron Paul propaganda machine. Tell, sounds like a troll. You, you sound like a troll to me. The majority of the delegates. Thank you, Mr. Troll. I appreciate it. He's a troll. Sounds like a troll. Conrad could call in any time to talk about Free Talk. I mean, talk about Ron Paul. Am he I sure right? Can. Sure, he could. Absolutely. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Ron Paul did great on the uh, debate last night. In case you haven't seen it, you can probably go to YouTube and pull up Ron Paul highlights. Uh, I thought he did a fine job. In fact, watch I like his... Watch it to learn about the business cycle. That, and uh, he had a pretty good answer on immigration as well. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. Americans are losing their wealth. People are rioting in the streets. For years, the American people have ignored the assaults on our liberty. The book, In Plain Sight, The Disregarded Truth, not only reveals the truth and the deceptive tactics that have caused the decline of our liberty, but also identifies and explains how we, the American people, can restart what was once a free America. It's time to wake up, protect our liberty, and return the government back to its proper role. It's time to know the truth. Order In Plain Sight, The Disregarded Truth, today at Amazon.com. Talk live. Dial in toll free and take control of the airwaves at 855 450 free. That's 1 855 450 3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site totally free, so enjoy those. Uh, once again, freetalklive.com. And here with you this evening, it's Ian, Allie, and Mark. 855-450-FREE allows you to take control. That's why we call it Free Talk Live. You're free to call in, talk about anything you want, and we're live seven nights per week. So, Ali, you wanted to tell us about an active duty cop who is against the war on drugs. Yes, this is uh this is out of raw story and I just thought this cop had some great things to say and I wish that uh more people came out um who were who thought like he did. Uh, you mean from within law enforcement? Yeah, people that get into law enforcement because I think a lot of people do get into it think what these uh, assumptions about what their job's going to be, and then when they realize it's not that, instead of being against it, they just go along and accept it as just part of their job. Mm. But he has some great great quotes here. He says, uh, I did not get into law enforcement to destroy a person's future because that person had marijuana or a pill in their pocket. Why would you want to destroy that person's future and cause them great harm because of that? It's not worth it. Uh, and this, he's active duty, so he explains how if he was to be out in the open, um, and not anon, if he it wasn't saying all this stuff under anonymous um, voice, that he would e- easily be terminated. That's uh, what they did to uh, our friend Brad Jardis up here in New Hampshire. They tried to terminate him, 
And I think the only thing that's I think one of the things that really was a factor. This in is the land of throw where one can uh, you know speak one's mind a little more freely than I think the rest of the United States. I think that if you're you know I'm just drawing. Not when you're in the thin blue line, Mark, you cannot break the thin blue line. They will come after you big time, and that's what they did with Brad. The only reason why Brad, in my Brad opinion, had years on the force uh, speaking out against uh, you know dr- drug prohibition. Right. They took their time to come around to, uh, to get it. That's my only claim. But they did come after him. And I think the reason why he survived it was because people came out to support him. People poured out. I mean, dozens of people, like over 50 people came to his termination hearing. And those selectmen in that town, they don't want the people to be – they don't want to feel unpopular. Yeah. And so they decided to not terminate him. He ended up quitting his job after he was not terminated because he didn't want to deal with this crap anymore and, uh, you know, among other things. But uh, so my point being that, yeah, it's it's a realistic fear for this guy. If he wants to keep his pension and he wants to have a chance at, uh, at, at retiring from as being a police officer. And a lot of cops do like some of the things that they do, like helping find lost children and other things like that. You know, helping people out in emergency situations where the police are actually valuable. A lot of cops get in, get into it for that reason, but then they're told to do all this all this other stuff that's really frustrating to them. Right. He says, I didn't see problems from illegal drug users that I've been led to believe. Most of the calls we got on drug use as police are alcohol related. Alcohol is a serious drug that can be abused, but I just didn't see the calls on other drugs like I had been led to believe. I didn't see these drug crazed people out there doing crazy things, even growing up before entering law enforcement i was always led to believe that drug the drug wars meant to stop all these people from doing crazy things but right. on the street and that's they, not what you see whenever they get a chance they'll report on the story of the uh, crazed lunatic in the mcdonald's parking lot on pcp picking up cars and swatting people right with them. i mean and it's not to say that uh, you know horse tranquilizer isn't something that's very serious but you know there's just not that many stories of drug users Acting, uh, you know, now, now certainly let's talk about drug users robbing people to get more money to get drugs. That happens. Happens all the time, but that's a result of the drug war. You don't see cigarette smokers robbing people to uh, get money to get the most addictive substance on the planet yeah. because – well, they don't cost that much and they can panhandle uh, more mm-hmm. easily than they can rob. At that point, the uh, – they're the so cost cheap of you can bum lower. them from people. It, indeed. Right? You, don't, you don't generally get to bum uh, you know, hits, a, of crack. hits of crack. Right? Whatever. You know. Usually you have to, you're expected to trade something for that, whether it yes. be cash or a sexual favor or uh, perhaps a bicycle that you've stolen or something like that. These things happen. Uh, right. So, again, all because of prohibition. Right. And it's, it's frustrating when you hear the stories like Mark's saying because they'll always say that they were intoxicated on PCP and marijuana as if – that's somehow equally responsible. <laughs> yes. It's like, well, they didn't mention the Pepsi ad earlier that day or the cup of coffee. Right. Are those part of the problem, too, or what? I'll tell you what. If I had uh, you know, a few cups of Starbucks coffee, I could be very easily out in the parking lot going insane, too. <laughs> I mean, that's how powerful of an effect the caffeine has on me. I'm not making a joke. But I'm no, telling you, you the you truth. You are pretty significantly <laughs> affected by it. I won't call the cops on you, Mark. I, but I, somebody will. But I think the point you're making is really good. In that there are millions of people using narcotics, using drugs, uh, mind-altering substances on a daily basis in this country. Millions of people. And there just aren't – there's just not a rash of people going insane or doing uh, dangerous, terribly violent things because of the drugs themselves. That's the point you're making? Yes. 
Yeah. I mean, you know, it's the, the use of drugs. If you want to talk about people acting out because of the use of some kind of drug, we need to talk about alcohol. We need to talk about the drug that has the worst effects on humans in the world. And that's I can the long it. and the short of it. The rest of the stuff you can take back to the drug war, largely. Uh, the guy in the parking lot swatting people with a car on PCP, certainly. That fits into the category of people acting badly on drugs. Mm-hmm. Mostly, though, what you have are people acting badly for drugs when you're talking about illegal drugs. True. Your thoughts are certainly welcome at 855-450-FREE. So what else does he have to say? Uh, He talks about the cartels, uh, the drug cartels, and how they become so profitable out of prohibition. Uh, He says the money comes from the prohibition of drugs. These criminals are making money because of the prohibition. If you legalize and regulate it, their profits go to zero. That's right. So he recognizes that. And then he even talks about all this guilt he had from his first drug arrest. Oh, man. And he says... um, this is not right. This guy is keeping to himself, not hurting anybody. He's a peaceful person. I instinctively knew this was wrong. I changed my perspective immediately. This was not the war on drugs I thought it would be. Yeah. And since then, he says he hasn't done any kind of narcotics arrests. Oh, and good for him. he went to another division. Oh, my. And now he's part of LEAP. Yeah. Law enforcement against prohibition. So he's anonymously part of LEAP is what you're saying. Right. This guy has joined LEAP anonymously, and he's not the only person to join LEAP anonymously. Unfortunately, there's this code of silence out there, the so-called brotherhood, the thin blue line. And if you step out of that thin blue line, you are on the outs. They do not want to be your friend anymore. They don't want to you know, hang out with you. They don't want to party with you. They uh, will do mean things to you, and they will possibly try to sabotage you and, worst case, you know, uh, hurt you or get you fired. So he has done essentially what Brad did, and this is I, I find sad. With an- anonymity, though. He, no, he quit. He quit. Wait, this doing, guy quit? Uh, he essentially well, moved to another no, he's division. He's still a cop, though. Right. He right. moved to another division. He's doing some level of law enforcement on the other side. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I don't know what I think about. I think I, I know drug prohibition is a problem, but if you have people that uh, understand this, then quit the department. Then what do you have? You have some other mindless stormtrooper step in who will then enforce the law, um, you know, in whatever way he or she is told to. But there's no shortage of Myrmidons. He hasn't quit being a cop. And right. He's quit the department that he was in. Well, he doesn't want to do. He doesn't want to enforce these laws. I got it. Why would you want him to enforce those laws? uh, I don't know. I'm I'm talking to you about this. I'm not making a positive statement. People should do this. However, if everyone did what he did. There would be no more drug department. If narcotics department, no, yeah, right. If you if you need a hundred percent compliance for your plan, your plan stinks. To I'm not high saying heaven. I need hundred percent. It smells compliance. like a dead cow. But if it gets more and more difficult for them to find people who are willing to fill those jobs. It's that's not, a good thing. They, look, you're never. They're never going to have a problem. They don't have a problem filling those jobs. They will not have a problem filling those jobs when the economy went down. Right they got pay, people to sign up um, in the army. The army was having you know really tough time with recruitment. There's no problem. But What's the point you're making, Mark? The point I'm making is is if there's a narcotics cop out there that at least understands the war on drugs and its dangers, as many of the retired cops from Leap claim to have, at the very least, they may cut small-time users a break. But he can do that right now as a police officer on the beat. You don't uh, know what pulling, he's doing. Pulling small-time users He could be over. working in the uh, evidence department. Well, that's true. We don't know that, Mark. But but, but he would have more able ability to, to cut small-timers a break if he weren't in the narcotics department. 
see what I'm saying? Narcotics is going to be more likely to investigate dealers and other other folks like that that are not necessarily uh, the small as much of small timers. Eight five five four fifty free. So in that case, he would be forced into a position where he's arresting peaceful people, and he doesn't like that. And I don't blame him for walking away. It's free talk. The state owns the land, but they don't own the water. If they threaten you in your home, you can try to escape their tentacles by packing the car, leaving your house and much you've worked for, and hope to cross their borders. But if you lived on a boat, you weigh anchor and sail away. Not just any boat, a life yacht. It's a stable catamaran as big as a house that purifies its own water, generates its own power, grows its own food, and has a shallow draft to be able to get a car or SUV ashore. You can be involved for $1,000 and a commitment as little as eight months. EricksonCouncil.com free. You take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free at 855-450-3733. Tonight, here with you, it's Ian. Allie. And Mark. Inviting you over to our website at freetalklive.com. And you'll find there are lots of features there, including the news updates. Get signed up and we'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Go to news.freetalklive.com. And you can follow us via email or Twitter or Facebook, whichever works best for you, news.freetalklive.com. If you've ever had to deal with the court system and then decided, you know, I'm just going to let this whole thing go because it's just too expensive to hire a lawyer and and take care of these things, jurisdictionary.com is the course for you. It's a course on how to use the court's rules. You need to know how to get evidence, make motion, causes of action, courtroom objections, affirmative defenses. You know, need to know all these things. And Jurisdictionary.com makes it easy for you. It's a course for people who don't have attorneys or need to know what their attorneys are doing. It arms you with the information on how to use the court's rules. If you don't know these rules, you're fighting in the dark. It works for plaintiffs or defendants in civil or criminal matters in state or federal courts. Costs less than an hour with any good attorney. And the average eighth grader can learn it in a weekend. This isn't that difficult. And we're not even talking a long weekend. <laughs> it's, a, you know, like I said, a four-CD course. They've all got all kinds of free tips for you at their website just to kind of get a taste of how good this course is. They've got free weekly tips and tactics, newsletters, free legal dictionary. They've got free videos. You can, of course, when you buy the course, mention Free Talk Live. Uh, use the pull-down menu when you check out to l- let them know you heard it from Free Talk Live. It's jurisdictionary.com. 855-450-FREE, the SACL CAI toll-free line. Let's go to Bill listening in Atlanta. Bill, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Allie and Mark. Hi, how's it going? Hey, Bill, what's on your mind tonight? Nothing much. You were talking about uh, what would you do the last time for someone to put their finger in your face. What would you do what time someone put What? I said one more time. Hello? Hello? I think he might have been calling a different show. I think he was calling a different show, but I really wanted to hear what he was uh, talking about. Something about what did you do the last time someone put a finger in your in your face, like you know, pointing at you? Yeah, people don't put their finger in my face too often. Um, Tebow pointed at me recently. He's the uh, one of the court bailiffs at uh, the Cheshire. He would Superior love to courthouse. instigate you into doing something, and that's why. I mean, I can't imagine why a geriatric whose bones will break so easily, um, you know, wants so badly to. He's a big tough guy. He's got a gun. He's five foot two, and he's ninety. Okay, he could so probably wield a pistol. Um, he, he carries a gun inside the courtroom. Inside that blazer, I bet you there's a gun. Uh, in there. It, it I've seen them it, with guns. It wouldn't matter. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I mean, if 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 I wanted to bodily harm Tebow, the gun inside of his his uh, holster inside of his jacket wouldn't matter. 
Now, no maybe the rad radio might be of some use, but, you know, hey, look. Anyway, I was saying he pointed at me as I was uh, I was recording a video inside the courthouse uh, pro- you know, against the court's orders or whatever. And he pointed at me and made some sort of threat about the camera. So uh, now I would say that it's it. a very bad idea to uh, to do something against a law enforcement officer simply because it will be misinterpreted terribly. So you're talking about violent? Yeah, I agree yeah, with you. But it's not uh, go anywhere. You can do fun things against them, and then it's fun. So, like for instance, I uh, took a screen capture. I think it was Tally or somebody. Somebody took a screen capture of it and and posted it over at uh, Free Keen. And it was posted on one of the articles about him there. And recently I took that very same screen capture and I took it to a neat little website. Uh, what is it? Quick Meme, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah. Quickmeme.com. I, I had not used this yet. And I knew people were using a site like this. And it's so cool. If you've seen the memes online, like the lolcats and the various different, you know, velociraptors and all the different, <laughs> so many different memes. Uh, but there's the block lettering that you see on various different pictures. And it's usually just very irreverent and, and funny. Yes. And so I took the picture of Tebow pointing at the camera, the, the, the frame grab from the video, and I made a Tebow meme out of it. And then I invited other people to make Tebow memes. And so now there's like a dozen or two uh, Tebow memes that are out there for people. I had one put up. Yeah, you did. Yours was pretty good, as I I recall. So mine was, uh, didn't your mother tell you it's rude to point? Mine said, um, uh, Tebow, um, if you you guess his name, he'll spin your straw into gold. Which, of course, is a reference to... Wait, uh, wait, wait, Allie. Do you know what the reference is? I saw the post, so I know it's from Siltkin, which I started researching, and it's a very strange story. I remember being being told it, but Recap it for me. What's strange about it? I don't remember much about it. It's like this... Uh, this g- guy tells is bragging about how his daughter can stir uh, can um make a straw into gold, and so the king is like, okay, well, let me put her in a dungeon and what see if she can do right? that. And so he puts her at the top of a dungeon, as you could imagine, like in fairy tales, mm-hmm. and uh has and, better start spinning, w- sweetheart. Yeah, basically, I'm the king. I need money. So she's upset and she's crying, and somehow this Rumpelstiltskin character shows up. I don't know how he got in. But he says that he'll do it for her if she gives him her first son. So wow, what a deal! She agrees. But she actually couldn't spin straw into right. gold. Right? Yeah, that was the whole thing. Is the it was a lie. So he did it for her, and then the king decides that his uh, son's going to marry her, so she'll be the princess. Mm-hmm. So then Rumpelstiltskin is going to get the you know neck is going to get a royal child. And she wants to keep her son, so they make another deal, which is if she guesses his name, which she didn't know before then, then she gets to keep the child. And I think, I don't know how she knew it. I don't know how she came up with that name. Um, so she did su- successfully guess it. Yeah. So it's 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 you know the the moral of the story is that um, don't make deals with little men that appear out of nowhere. Freaky liar people should stay. You know, they should be able to keep their children as opposed to somebody who makes a a deal in good faith. I mean, you know, I, I'm not <laughs> sure. <Where's> the moral. <laughs> it's just freaking. The whole thing is just messed up and weird. Don't negotiate with your first firstborn child. I mean, Hansel and Gretel. You know, like let's. Okay, good don't advice. Crawl in an oven. There's don't, the moral moral there. Right. Don't. Knock on the doors of uh, gingerbread houses in the middle of dark woods. Okay, <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm not sure what the moral is out of Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> Were there really? Uh, I mean, wasn't let's see, Hansel and Gretel was who was it that wrote that? 
That, well, it's uh, these like are these are fables. Story, right? Are you talking about the Blood Brothers Grimm versus Grimm. the, uh, the well, yes, but these are no, they didn't write it. They didn't write that. No, one. They, they're you know in the same way that Beowulf. These are just fables. They're stories that were passed down. Um, you know, and some of them are just horrifying. They're, I mean, they're, they're just, all horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jack and Joe. What do they the tell hell? kids? Oh my these God, things. somebody's broke his skull. Right. You know, I mean, it's his yeah. crown. Oh, you mean it wasn't an actual crown? What in the world would a person with a crown be going? I don't know. The stories don't make any sense. <laughs> At least there's no religions based off these particular beliefs. You know what you I mean? mean? Like these uh, this, these stories? Like I'm these not stories sure that there are talking... aren't any. Uh, there weren't at the time. I mean, they have different. They have different strange stories that they like. They're to as absurd as religious stories, right. though. I'm right. certain that Rumpelstiltskin had something to do with religious beliefs um, mm-hmm. at the time. I mean, you're talking about people that believed in druids and with gnomes and you know the whole thing. I think Rumpelstiltskin is some kind of troll the or devil. gnome or right. um, I wouldn't even go that far as the devil. That yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Very hey, strange little story. Let's talk about mythology or whatever you want. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. And by the way, uh, still to come here tonight, of course, you can bring up whatever you want. Uh, but Call also, in and tell us why uh, your religion somehow differs from uh, silly mythologies. From Rumpelstiltskin. From, uh, yeah, from Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> 1-855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Coming up. Uh, speaking of religion, there's a story here about forgiveness that I think is, you know, should be instructive to people that consider themselves of a particular religious bent. 855-450-FREE. You take control. It's a pretty amazing story, actually. More coming up. Free Talk Live. In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society, the wheel, the printing press, the Internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything you want, toll-free, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Here with you tonight, it's Ian. Allie. And Mark. Inviting you to our website, freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features. Features like our mobile site. Mobile site, for those of you with a smartphone, you can go to m.freetalklive.com for quick access to our live streams and podcast M as in mobile.freetalklive.com. You know, you have insurance for all areas of your life, but what you probably don't have um, insurance for is the instance where you need to feed your family in some kind of disaster, whether it's unemployment or a food shortage. I mean, certainly there's food shortages going around around the world. Um, you know, it could be there's some kind of oil embargo. It's more difficult to get things. It's good to have food on hand. You never know when you're going to need it or why you're going to need it. You could, uh, you know, lose your job or inflation could hit and, you know, just can't make ends meet. All these things. I like the suggestion that it's assurance. Somebody made yes. that suggestion to 
Lewis. It's I assurance. It's a much better word. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, but you know, I mean, insurance, insurance is, you have to fill out forms and like file reports and then like hope true. someone sends you your, what you're looking for. With uh, Wise Food Storage, you can just go down to the basement and get it. It's wisefoodstorage.com. You have it on hand. It's right there. It uh, comes in metal mylar pouches that are relatively impervious to pests. They'd have to be pretty uh, wise pests to get well, in there. They're also in the big old tote things. They come in these uh, plastic totes, uh, like uh, you know, you know, little maybe three gallon totes that are kind of rectangular. Yeah. You can stack them nicely, uh, whether handy. it's in the garage or the basement or the cellar, or whatever it is. Yeah, for those of you in uh, Florida, not the basement. Well, you know, I had a plenty of garage space in Florida. Yeah. I could have uh, stored stored these on site. Um, you, you know, and the the thing about Wise uh, Food and and their food is it's different in a lot of ways. You've got real big chunks of vegetables that are dehydrated. You have dehydrated meat in them. Many of them don't have meat. And you mean the other brands? Many of the other brands don't have meat. They're vegetarian. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with vegetarianism. Wise has ve- vegetarian they solutions. They do. Option. I'm just saying I like some, you know, I like some things that moved at one point and <laughs> you know, they've got that for you. <laughs> you can get a sample uh for free just to test them out, see how they are. Before you order, go to wisefoodstorage.com. Right there at the top of the page is request a sample, you know, right in the middle. You can't miss it. Uh, click on it, fill out the information, they'll send you one. Uh, or you can call 855-FOODWISE to get your free sample. When you order, use coupon code FTL. Um, when you get your free sample, mention Free Talk Live also, and, uh, you know, that's good for us. But when you order, you get, use coupon code FTL, you'll get free shipping. And that's a big deal when you're ordering something as big as. As, you know, food and um, coming in plastic containers and all that stuff. You want free shipping. So it's wisefoodstorage.com, coupon code FTL, 855-FOODWISE. All right. So uh, the story that I wanted to share about forgiveness I thought was really amazing. I actually came across it the first time when I was in jail. Uh, I was sitting in one of the waiting areas where I was waiting to be processed to go back into the uh, the cell block. And there was in a People magazine that I was just uh, surfing through there. And They've got magazines for the uh, convicts. That's nice. Couple, yeah, like a Sweet. few of them there. And I came across this story and was really just amazed by how heartwarming and touching it was, uh, especially considering the awful circumstances that it came out of. The story is uh, being posted at the Daily Mail at uh, dailymail.co.uk. A mother whose only child was shot dead has shown the ultimate forgiveness by inviting her son's killer to live next door. Wow. Mary Johnson, 59, now lives in the apartment adjoining the home of 34-year-old Oshea Israel, and they share a front porch. In February of 1993, Ms. Johnson's son, Lorraineum Bird, uh, age 20 at the time, was shot in the head by 16-year-old Israel after an argument at a party in Minneapolis, Minnesota. This was one of those just stupid, stupid killings. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, heat of the moment. Crime of passion. That kind over of nothing. Over some stupid and, nonsense. You know, fr- frankly, there's, there's no a good. Girl. There, there aren't too many good reasons for killing. Um, having spent uh, eight and a half years in prison. Well, there's self-defense, but, you know, besides that. Yeah, there, yeah right. Well, there, there is self-defense, right. but I can tell you most of the guys in prison aren't in for self-defense. Yeah, I know they got upset over something. Even if somebody stole something from you or any of these other, you know, reasons that they find justifiable in their own minds, it's just not worth it. 
it's just so much better to forgive and walk away. You can make a powerful statement out of it like this lady has, but you know, even if you don't make a powerful statement out of it, even you know, you're better off to if, walk away. If you move along, move yeah. on with your life as much as possible. Israel, who was involved at the time with drugs and gangs, was tried as an adult and sentenced to 25 and a half years. He ended up serving 17 before he was released. Mm. He now lives back in the neighborhood where he grew up, next door to the mother of the young man he murdered. Mrs. Johnson says she originally wanted justice and to see Israel locked up for what he'd done. Common response, yep, right? Pretty common. Family, Makes sense. Family member gets killed. Family member gets hurt. Family member gets raped or something like that. You want punishment. Hurt that guy. She said, my son was gone. I was angry and hated this boy. Hated his mother. The murder was like a tsunami. Shock. Disbelief. Hatred. Anger. Hatred. Blame. Hatred. I wanted him to be caged up like the animal he was. She decided to found a support group and counseled mothers whose children had been killed and encouraged them to reach out to the families of their murderers who are victims of another kind. Hurt is hurt. It doesn't matter what side you're on, she said. Then just a few years ago, the 59-year-old teacher and devout Christian asked if she could meet Israel at Minnesota's Stillwater State Prison. She said she felt compelled to see if there was a way in which she could forgive her son's killer. At first, he refused the meeting, that is, but... Then, I wonder why. Nine months later, changed, not comfortable. changed his mind. Israel said he was shocked by the simple fact that she even wanted to meet with him. He said, I believe the first thing she said to me was, look, you don't know me. I don't know you. Let's just start with right now. He says, and I was befuddled myself. The pair met regularly after that. When Israel was released from prison around 18 months ago, Miss Johnson introduced him to her landlord, who, with her blessing, invited Israel to move into the building. Mrs. Johnson and Israel are now close friends, a situation that she puts down to her strong religious beliefs, but says she also has a selfish motive. She says unforgiveness is like cancer. It will eat you from the inside out. It's not about that other person. Me forgiving him does not diminish what he's done. Yes, he murdered my son, but the forgiveness is for me. Mary Johnson even wears a necklace with a two-sided locket. On one side are photos of herself and her son, and the other... As a picture of Israel. Yeah, you know, um, it's the fact is that when you harbor bad feelings towards somebody, generally they don't experience the, the loss. bad feelings. Yeah, they, it's you. Um, you know, resentment. I saw recently, uh, you know, somebody posted up on Facebook. Resentment is like taking poison and waiting for the other person to die. <laughs> it, uh, you know, it just doesn't it doesn't have any value. And what. However, you know, what is the the value in this instance? I mean, this is extraordinarily powerful in this man's life. This lady can't have much power in this man's life otherwise, but she can have power by forgiving him. She can change who he is. She's not going to bring her son back. She's not. But this this is an incredible story. Certainly it took her a while to get there, um, you know, and... I, I have no problem with a, a guy who shot somebody at a party spending some time and a good a good deal of time in prison. I have I do have a problem with the idea that uh, you know nobody could ever you know get fixed, uh, be better, that kind of thing. Clearly, that's that's silly. That's a silly idea. Do you yeah. think People it might be change. unhealthy for her to have uh, someone like that lives in such close proximity where she's constantly being reminded of this? She chose this, right? Uh, right, so but, how you know, be just unhealthy? because people choose things doesn't mean that it's the healthiest thing for them. Like, for but instance, generally... sometimes people act strange, like when someone they love dies, and it's not always 
the healthiest thing for them to be acting that way, but they're just doing it out of grieving. But That's it has true. been a while since, I don't know, it was maybe. many, many years since the actual occasion yeah. happened. I think. That's probably the most powerful aspect of this is that it's been a long time. There's more to say here. Uh, Israel has a few words that he wants to share at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Of course, you can bring up your own story of uh, forgiveness. And I think that you know she's absolutely right. It is about how you feel as to whether or not you forgive somebody. There's no point in holding the grudge. And in fact, if you do want to encourage someone to change, what better way to, to encourage positive behavior from other people is to set a good example and not be standoffish and not be angry for the rest of your life and you know do the opposite of what people expect. Most people don't expect someone to do this if their son is murdered. Yeah. We're coming up, 855-450-FREE. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in and bring up what you want. 855-453. Sickle CAI toll-free line 1-855-450-3733. And you can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. Like the show? Want to help support Free Talk Live? You can shop with us by visiting shop.freetalklive.com. There are links to Amazon there at the top of the shop page. And when you click into one of those links, Free Talk Live will get a portion of your purchase price. So... Whatever it is you need to get, whether it's a uh, you know, brand new book or DVD release or perhaps something completely different, maybe baby stuff or office supplies or food. They even sell groceries now at Amazon. So you can go and get it all and get help Free Talk Live at the same time. You're getting the same great Amazon uh, deals you're used to. It's just you're entering through our portal, and so Amazon gives us the credit for the purchase. So go to shop.freetalklive.com and get your shopping done. We're talking about what I consider to be maybe the most amazing story of forgiveness I've ever heard in my lifetime. Woman who uh, has forgiven the man who killed her son. We'll tell you more about it in a moment. If you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of accounts receivable, SACL CAI can handle it for you. They do collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged off receivables. SACL's employees are trained in resolving issues for your customers, treating them with respect. They know that not only do you want to collect your money, but you need to keep your clients, too. SACL CAI. They handle the vexing task of collections for you. You can check out their banner at freetalklive.com. It's the top one on the right-hand side of the page. SACL CAI. The principal over there, uh, Jason Osborne, big supporters of Free Talk Live, and uh, do business with businesses that support Free Talk Live. So uh, the story is from dailymail.co.uk, but it's popped up in a lot of places, including uh, CBS News as well as uh, People Magazine. And for good reason, it's an incredible story, and it deserves to be told. Uh, Mary Johnson, who is at this time 59 years old, had her son murdered uh, about two decades ago. And the killer... Not had her son murdered, but her son was murdered. Oh, thank you for that, yes. <laughs> she encountered a situation in which her son was murdered, yes. uh, and her son's killer is now living next door to Mrs. Johnson. She has a locket in which 
there's a picture of her and her son and the guy who killed her son. And they're friends now. I would say even maybe best friends. They're living right next door to one another. Very, very close. Powerful story. Uh, This lady decided that she was going to forgive this man for what he had done. She came to him while uh, he was in prison and he at first did not want to meet with her. And then nine months later, he changed his mind and they started meeting and, you know, building a relationship and not like a relationship like you know yeah. love relationship but which love makes this friends. you know because that would uh, that would add a uh, level of pettiness <laughs> yeah. to this <laughs> love as in friends that kind of love and uh now you know they uh, everything's okay between these folks although uh, certainly he's still having issues uh, I, israel is his name he admits he still struggles with the extraordinary situation in which he finds himself he said i haven't totally forgiven myself yet I'm learning to forgive myself, and I'm still growing toward trying to forgive myself. Israel now hopes to prove himself to the mother of the man he killed. He works at a recycling plant during the day and goes to college at night. He says he's determined to pay back Mrs. Johnson's clemency by contributing to society. He visits prisons and churches to talk about forgiveness and reconciliation. Mrs. Johnson often joins him, and they tell their story together. So I want to ask the crime and punishment crowd out there, um, because they don't tend to have a lot of uh, sympathy for this situation, is right. is the world a better place because this lady forgave this man, and now he's doing um, you know, forgiveness work inside of prisons, or not? Absolutely. I mean, it seems clear to me <laughs> that that's the case. And, you know, there's... Oh, Choosing not to forgive has this level of righteousness Mm -hmm. uh, to it. You know, you get to be right. And, you know, the person who gets to be right, being right is the booby prize in life. Mm -hmm. It's second place. And you have the option of being first place. And that's what I strive for. Right. Well, right. Yeah. She could get really upset and come out against him and talk about, oh, we need to have a gun law put in place or something like that. Lots of people react that way and just start going crazy and start wanting to make up all these laws. And it's much better to see her react. This is like polar opposite. But yeah, Yeah. it's much better to see this as opposed to that. Right. And look at all of the, you know, they say Gandhi says, be the change you wish to see in the world. Right. So if what you want in the world is more peace, and I think most people claim, a lot of people claim they want that, right? But do they act that way in their in their own personal life? So if what you want is more peace, I think you people have to, do want peace. They just don't know how to go about getting it. Right. Well, you have to start. They think inside. that peace through superior firepower is always yeah, the no. best. Well, they uh, might method. not understand peace. Like they might understand the reason why people like peace, but they don't quite understand where peace comes from and how it requires like. It's a sort of state of mind. It's not just right. we have to have war to have peace. It's not like something like that where some people seem to imply. They say that, uh, that there is no way to peace, that peace is the way, right? Mm-hmm. So the idea is that peace starts inside you, that you have to be of peace in order to manifest peace externally from yourself. It's really hard to be peaceful when you're angry. Exactly. So, and she acknowledges here that the the hate would have eaten her up inside. Uh, she points out that it's just it didn't do any good. She said, "Hurt is hurt. It doesn't matter what side you're on." And 
she, you know, and she's absolutely right. I mean, if you're hating somebody, it only eats you up. And so she could have lived her life with anger. She could have lived her life with uh, the idea of vengeance. She sure she did for a while. Right. She could have lived her life. She could have lived her whole life that way, right? Sure. And, and what would that have done to her? How Would she have died early from cancer? Would she have, uh, you know, succumbed to some other horrible malady because her mind is in a negative place at all times and her her whole self is kind of engulfed in this this negativity? There, there's not, That's not good for you. It does make one wonder. Right. It, I mean, it's, it's not good for you. They, they've, they've shown that people can manifest uh, negative conditions within themselves, uh, I think, you know, oh, just yeah. by thinking negative thoughts. And certainly you know that the placebo effect works in the opposite way, that if you believe something's going to make you feel better, that it does make you feel better and that sort of thing. So, uh, so she could have lived a very negative life. She could have turned into a grumpy old witch who, uh, you know, secluded herself in her house, wouldn't interact with anyone outside in society uh, because somebody did something to her. Someone did something to her, darn it, and she's going to wear that on her back her whole life or she could let go of it and she could embrace this person who did this horrible thing to her and completely change his life because he could have been really angry for the rest of his life too i'll tell you prisons chuck full of resentful negative people and i that's infectious it it really is um that was the single biggest difference i had between Sort of, um, you know, I went for I was at a youthful offender prison for about six and a half years or six years or something like that. And, you know, I mean, you're talking we're talking generalizations here. Mm, But generally what I saw were a lot of angry, stupid people. And, you know, this is a terrible combination. And they feed on one another. But when I went to the adult prison, what I saw were people without hope. People without uh, either that had that believed life was against them constantly, mm. and they you know they they thought that there was no other way to go about what they were doing. Now, in a youthful friend of prison, fifty percent of people who get out are likely to reoffend. When you're talking about an adult prison, you're talking about an even larger number. Mm. Um, you know, something like the seventy-five, eighty-five percentile. And so no one it, loves you. What do you got to live for? And it's you, not that they like prison. It's because of their state of mind is what you're implying. That's exactly what I, th- I believe it is. And there's nothing. There's nothing there to uh, to treat that. The, even the religious programs are all about, you know, Jesus loves you, even though you're sinful and all these things. Uh, they don't have the the access to these sort of self-helpy things that I found in books along the way. You know, a lot of these guys don't have really great, uh, you know, abilities to read and, and things like that. And certainly they're, you know, if they are going to read, they're going to read novels as opposed to getting a hold of something that might be useful to them. Uh, you know, it's I, I forgot where I was going on this one, but I mean, that's it's just frustrating my yeah. seeing these, you know, like like you're pointing out, you put these guys together, they feed off of one another. The negativity breeds more negativity. It breeds more violence. It breeds more hate. And then you look at what this one woman did by simply pivoting on this one issue where she could have gone off in one direction. She instead went off in another direction, a yeah. direction toward forgiveness and peace and love and it completely changed how this guy likely is approaching his life today. Yeah, she's well, changed the world in a powerful way. This story has changed the world. Not just how he's approaching his life, but now he is going to change other people's lives as a result of his, you know, going and speaking out about this and telling his story and encouraging other people to to follow this path as well. Right. The easiest thing for her to do would be like you're suggesting to be like, I'm the victim and I hate that guy. Oh, that and is easier. Everyone you're right. else around her would be like, Yeah, yeah, that that guy's a jerk. You mm-hmm. really yeah, stick it to him. And and the the approach that she has, I'm sure lots of people are like, what are you thinking? You're crazy. And yep. 
you know, it's just she's taking the riskier of the two approaches. What if the guy ended up, you know, they didn't get along well and she ended up hating him more after getting to know him? But well, I'm petrified you know. of people coming out of prison. They're petrified. Yeah. They're, they've watched too much TV of somebody who's sulking in prison, just waiting for the opportunity to too get out and wreak, yeah, well, <laughs> wreak prison havoc. Prison doesn't do a very good job at rehabilitating anyone no, certainly anyway. certainly not. Certainly I, not. But she's done a good job on her own of making it happen. And he said, a conversation can take you a long way. Great story. Uh, 855-450-FREE. Tell your story of forgiveness if you have one. 1-855-450-3733. How has it helped you? It's Free Talk Live. Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. Are you looking for a concealed carry holster? Crossbreed Holsters is the home of the world-famous Super Tuck, the most comfortable concealed carry holster on the market today. Try one out and see how truly discreet and comfortable carrying concealed can be. And find out why we call it the ugliest holster you'll ever love. We are the standard others try to imitate. Get the original. Get your Super Tuck at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Again, that's CrossbreedHolsters.com. Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. So all you have to do, dial in toll-free, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Tonight, it's Ian here. Allie. And Mark. And we invite you over to our website at freetalklive.com. You can enjoy the features there for free. Unlike those other talk show hosts, we will not charge you for our website. You can just go and enjoy over at freetalklive.com and actually control the content of the site. You can vote up or down on various different items that other listeners, like yourself, have submitted. And the most voted up will make it to the front page in the top of the website at freetalklive.com. Let's go to the phones to the fun. Your thoughts about what you want. Bob, listening in Indy to WXNT. Hey, Bob. Bob in Indy. Going once. Hey, my first thing is uh, we have a Super Bowl this year. Yeah, I heard that it was going to be at the at Indy. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. But you know what? I was coming through downtown, and there's like helicopters, and I don't know if they're police helicopters, but there's like normally there's no helicopters. That's kind of spooky. Now, when is yeah. the Super Bowl? Is it this weekend or next weekend? Um, it's the fifth, I believe. Yeah. Okay, so next weekend. Got it. Yeah, but they're like making a big deal, or whatever. And, you know, the whole city's like in shambles. I mean, I ride the bus everywhere I go, and it's totally jacked up. You know, so the 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 city's in what did you say? Yeah, it, it, the, the inner city's really jacked up. In shambles. Shambles. Okay. In traffic, you know, because everything's all jacked up and whatever. So sure. you feel as though people are already there a week out in advance. More than a week in advance? Well, it's either it's that or, like, the people from Indianapolis are, like, going nuts for it. Are they excited or worried or what? I think the law enforcement agencies Um, are probably... I don't know. I'm kind of worried about, you know, all the... Are they spying or, you know, because we have, like, little TVs everywhere. No, they're probably... Yeah, there's there's probably a certain level of uh, closed-circuit television, um, uh, you know, monitoring going on i wouldn't doubt that at all uh is this the first time this has ever happened in indy the super bowl oh yeah this is our first super bowl gotcha Um, super bowls normally in southern cities actually we're a midwestern city 
Right, I'm saying the Super Bowl is normally in southern cities. Like, oh, yeah, it's unusual. Yeah. That Someone it's might say to themselves, "Do I want to go to Indianapolis in February, in early February, for the Super Bowl?" Whereas, you know, most people will say, "Tampa, early February, I'm there." But well, it's been well, unfair the distribution from, of cities um, up to this time. From what I understand, um, the people like it because everything's inside instead of outside. Sure. Even though we're like a cold winter city. Everything's inside. Everything's cool, and everybody's like, "Yeah, we'll go party and whatever." So the 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 football stadium in question is an indoor stadium. Yes, it is. Um, gotcha. it, it actually, it's retractable. Uh huh. Now, is it a uh, is it one of those taxpayer stadiums? All are. Um, I hate to say it, yeah. Yeah. There has to be one yeah. that's not, Mark. Um, there has to be one. The, well, there's not. There, there has to be. There may very well be a stadium that is, uh, you know, sixty years old that is not, uh, <laughs> you know, a taxpayer stadium. But the, the problem the is, League. at, yeah, at this point, if you are the Oakland Raiders who want very badly to get out of Oakland, and there are certainly cities vying for your attention, you're going to go where the offer is the best. And right. one of the first things they're going to start with is, we'll build you a free stadium, basically like corporate welfare. That's exactly. That's exactly what it, what it is. Bob, any other thoughts um, you want to share tonight? Yeah, there's um, actually oh, two things. Um, oh, that that kind of freaks me out. Like, with the city take care of stuff because um, the NFL takes over everything that happens while the Super Bowl happens. Um, all the city gets is like, you know, if you you come to eat at the restaurants and whatever. And yeah, it's not going to be a lot of that. It's not going to be a good week to go out to eat. Uh, that's for sure. <laughs> Bob, thanks for the call. Appreciate hearing from you at eight five five four fifty free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. Yeah, stay out of the bars and the restaurants if you live in Indy, because I imagine at least certainly in the downtown, wherever it is that the stadium is, uh, not going to be too quick seating. I would imagine. Yeah, I would think that um, a lot of the businesses really do appreciate uh, the you know the Super Bowl and what goes on in it, but um, you know it it can be tough for other folks too. You can profit off of stuff of football games and everything like open up your um you can open up your basically your property for parking and charge like thirty dollars a car or something depending like that. on the zoning regulations where you live i mean not right. to say that i i know what any of those things are and, and most people don't they usually just do whatever they and it's always a good idea i think to do things uh you know, ask uh, for ask forgiveness rather than permission, uh, so to speak. But, I would uh, in that circumstance, yeah. But yeah, I mean, if if you're making enough money, then it won't matter what the fine is, right? Like if you if you are charging thirty dollars per car and you can fit X number of cars in, you know, the fine's only going to be two hundred dollars. Then you'll probably end out on end up on top. Might be different. Um, in Indy, but all I know is in Auburn, Alabama, when we'd have a football game every week, uh, yeah, people would just open up their yard and there'd be. <laughs> it'd be like you'd expect in Alabama a, big tailgate huge, party, right? a bunch of people like parking in, in a yard like mm. on the grass and you know people would just make money off of this stuff that's but great. you can't go anywhere so that's the drawback what do you mean you can't go anywhere because it's packed I you know see. there's anywhere cars downtown everywhere. you mean anywhere anywhere in town if you live yeah. in town it's pretty much too much of a hassle to leave your house Toll-free number here, 855-453, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. I imagine every city has something like that that goes on. Here in Keene, they have uh, Pumpkin Fest, which is a uh, um, delightful little uh, you know parade thing that goes on. Um, and it, when you know the folks roll in, you just can't find parking, can't do anything. Right, thousands upon thousands of people coming into a, a town that hosts, hosts normally 23,000 people that mm-hmm. live here, and then doubling or tripling or quadru- 
We're tripling the uh, the population. So, uh, again, you can share whatever you want here. In other news, there's a story out of uh, Los Angeles where the revamped school lunches at Los Angeles Unified School District have, I love that. have won awards, commending them for improving the menu at the second largest school district in the nation. Too bad the students don't agree. Rejecting healthful alternatives like vegetarian curries and tamales, <laughs> quinoa salads and pad thai noodles, students are throwing them in the trash by the thousands. Oh, God. And bringing junk food from home and buying instant noodles and other decidedly unhealthy fare from the black markets that have begun to thrive at campuses across the district, according to the L.A. Times. The wholesale rejection to its healthy menu comes about a year after a very public food fight with TV chef Jamie Oliver. Oliver filmed a few weeks of his ABC series Jamie Oliver's Food Revolution at one LAUSD campus, but the permit was terminated uh, abruptly. The first... Series first season featured Oliver trying to revolutionize the eating habits and food policies of hunting, Huntington, West Virginia. The district said they welcomed Oliver, but not his cameras, in an effort to avoid gimmicks like filming a, like filling a school bus with 57 tons of white sand to represent the amount of sugar that LAUSD students consume weekly in flavored milk. Mm. The kerfluffle led to LAUSD's decision to change the menu in favor of healthier options. The district decided to do away with chocolate and strawberry flavored milk. Now the Times reports cartons of plain milk are being thrown away en masse, unopened, along with uneaten entrees. Participation in the school lunch program has dropped by thousands of students who are ditching their school lunch and are suffering from hunger-related ailments. (laughs) This sounds unbelievable. They're just not eating? No, I believe it. I I will totally believe it. I mean, if you change the types of foods dramatically that people are going to have, you, you know... It's gonna. It has to be small changes. I'm sorry, people are that way about their food. I mean, the way wow. the school system, it's very routine. Some some kids like their routine. We had uh, chicken finger Fridays at our school, and there would have been a riot week. every week. Mm. And if they they had try, tried to take that away, there probably would have been a riot. Did you guys have the French fries too? Yeah. They had French fries every single day at my high school. Yeah. It was crazy. Like, people were addicted to these things. They would try to be sneaky at our school. Like, we'd have hamburgers one day, and then and then they would try to use the hamburger meat for something else, but you could tell it was from the day before, and it was always sketchy oh, and no. weird. The complaints have been heard, and LAUSD is planning changes to the menu, says The Times. Burgers and healthy pizza are coming back, they say, and dishes like quinoa salads and brown rice cutlets are out. L.A. Unified Crown serves rice cutlets. Oh, you're killing me. L.A. Unified serves 650,000 meals per day. School district serves over half a million meals per day. Eight five five four fifty three. I'm more interested in hearing about the black market of junk food available at these schools. I remember when I was in middle school, they had banned uh, tear jerkers from the campus, and people kind of were candy? selling tear jerkers left and right. It was yeah. awesome. More coming up. Free talk live. Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated radio program on more than 100 radio stations coast to coast. We've been named Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation thrice. And five times the best political podcast from podcastawards.com. You can have access to our more than 100 radio stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for less than $1,000 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com.
anything you want at 855-450-FREE, especially if you've participated in a junk food black market at uh, the, the high school or school that you went to. and That's what they're experiencing out in Los Angeles right now, where the school district has changed up the, the menus. They've tried to make things healthier, and the market has spoken. We'll get to uh, more details. I found another piece here with more details about the black market activities uh, that are going on at the school, uh, inside the schools in the Los Angeles Unified School District. We'll continue in moments. When I was in high school, they actually had smoking rooms or areas. For the teachers? For the kids. Really? Yeah. This is how long it's been. <laughs> and it was, wow. they were definitely going out of style at that point. I was mm-hmm. on the very, very edge of it. But, uh, you know, you're never going to see anything like that again. <laughs> you can't smoke. If you sm- tried to smoke a cigarette while walking by a high school, they'd probably yeah. throw you in cuffs and drag you off to the jail. But what if you had a vaporizer? That's right. Vaporsmith.com makes an e-cigarette. It's a vaporizer that you can use just about anywhere. I would not suggest that you be able to use it in high school. I have never even thought about this. This is perfect for a high school student who might have gotten hooked on cigarettes. A lot of people start when they're very young. Sure. And they pick it's cool because it's cool to smoke, right? And then they get hooked on it. I wonder if anybody still thinks that. How else did they start? Don't I mean, why else would know. you start I unless you thought know. it was cool to smoke? Because, uh, I mean, there's certainly all the news around that it's going to kill you. So if you've started the, the habit as a high schooler of, uh, of cigarettes, mm-hmm. this is a much safer way to deliver nicotine. And if you go in the school bathroom and use a, a vaporizer, nobody's going to know about it. It's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, you know, I'm not recommending this uh, behavior necessarily. However, <laughs> I would say that uh, chances are much less. Uh, you know, what I hated about smoking in the bathroom was coming in and being, you know, in a bathroom that smelled like freaking cigarette smoke. It was disgusting. And now I know happen. what I would be doing if I were 18 or 17 today and I knew about the ideas of liberty and I knew about vaporizers. I would totally just like sit in the back of the class and puff on a puff on a vaporizer until someone said something to me about it. <laughs> well, they would. Say- Still, they could still get you. You can't sell. You're not supposed to be selling it to anyone who's under. I'm not saying I would sell it necessarily. No. We're just talking about just uh, just using a vaporizer in class just to see what happened. Uh, that's they the would kind of thing I would confiscate do today. it and then give you detention. Yeah, yeah probably. And, you know, but the, it's not smoking. There is, there is no rule. Right? The, Where's so the what? rule? <laughs> we right. We gave you a verbal order, son. Yeah. <laughs> that's they, the rule. They'd make a new rule up, but uh, they they don't need to make a new rule. They can order you to put it away. You choose not to put it away. You've disobeyed a verbal order. Right. They have all they need. <laughs> Uh, that's just how it works. That's how it works in school. That's how it works in life. Well, anyway, anyone can afford one of these vaporizers. Indeed, right? you can get one of these, the best made vaporizers on the market two. today. You get two uh, with, with a charger for free by ordering 40, 40 cartomizers from vaporsmiths.com. You get the 40 cartomizers and you'll get uh, free shipping on the order. So you get uh, an e cigarette or two e cigarettes, a charger, free shipping. And you purchase 40 cartomizers from vaporsmiths.com. You can call 855 to get vapor. You need coupon code FTL. That's pretty much coupon code on everything. FTL. And it's vaporsmiths.com, 855 to get vapor. So, Mark, why did you start smoking cigarettes? I probably did it for, for the cool reason. You Allie? Know. Um, it was more like my friends were doing it and I would do it around them. And then so to be it's cool just then, addicted. Right? Addictive. Um, it was more of like a curiosity thing. It was more like I was experimenting with different stuff and cigarettes were something that my parents smoked when I was younger. But if your friends hadn't been smoking them, would you have been so curious? Yeah, probably. Just because my, so? my okay. parents smoked and I, I didn't understand the allure because to me it just smelled really bad. But I realized uh, after sort of seeing them, I was like, so it's something you do when you're stressed out. Okay. 
And then, of course, <laughs> it, it kind Little of do you know it became it sort of that something long, right? that, yeah, once I got stressed out, I was like, well, now I have an excuse to smoke. And that's how it's come about. So, uh, was it vaporsmiths.com and 85, what was the, uh, the 855 to get vapor? To get vapor, perfect. 855 450 free is our number here. We've been talking about this news piece out of uh, Los Angeles. And the first story I read was more of like an overview. I found another one, more detailed piece from the Los Angeles Times. Uh, the first story was from CBS, which is just notorious for vacant uh, stories. Anyway. So here's what some some details about what's happening at the L.A. Unified School District. Again, they serve over half a million meals per day. And it's lunchtime at Van Nuys High School, and students stream to the cafeteria to check out the day's fare. Black bean burgers, tostada salad, fresh pears, and other items on a new healthful menu introduced by the Los Angeles Unified School District. But Irades Renteria and Mayra Gutierrez don't even bother to line up. Irades says the school food previously made her throw up, and Mayra says she calls it nasty, rotty stuff. So what do they eat? The high school juniors th- pull three bags of flaming Hot Cheetos and soda from their backpacks. Yeah. That's what's going to happen to some extent when, you know, I mean, it, it's great to offer healthy options. To force healthy options, you're just not going to make it happen. It's just not going to happen. I know what they could do, Mark. They could search everyone as they come into school, search everyone's bags mm. for uh, junk food, and then they'll really show these kids what the, what's That'll for. That'll help. Four months, uh, by the way, they, so they go on to tell some of the same things we already told you about this. For months before introducing the new fair, the district held community taste tests and collected 300,000 comments, 75% of which were positive. But what could the, go wrong? One of the bureaucrats says the debut, uh, the debut was a disaster. Participation plunged by more than 13%, he said, and about two-fifths of the loss was tied to 99 schools that temporarily resumed requiring lunch tickets. Typically, a drop-off is expected when this occurs. And in the last month or so, the program has begun to recover, but participation is still down by 5 or 6%. Students have, they say, embraced about half of the new fare, and salads and vegetarian tamales have been popular. But some students say they're still not eating, including those who liked the food at the taste tests. Get this. Andre Jactan, a 16-year-old sophomore at Torres, uh, Esteban Torres High School, said the food was super good at the summer tasting, where parents were invited. At Unified's Central Kitchen. But on campus, he said, the chicken pozole was watery, the vegetable tamale was burned and hard, Mm. and noodles were soggy. I see. He says, it's nasty, nasty, said Andre, a member of (laughs) Inner City Struggle, an East L.A. nonprofit working group to uh, improve school lunch access and quality. He says, no matter how healthy it is, if it's not appetizing, people won't eat it. God, you know, my wife uh, got on this new diet where she... You know, it's it's like no beef, no 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 meat at all. Um, you know, very little butter. It's only like vegetation and mm. beans. No fun diet. And she likes it. It's, she's really Good into it. Um, and she has served like torture. me some of the things. And you know, the first one, it's like you know this. Uh, portobello mushroom sandwich with black beans and, and mushrooms good and, and, and cilantro good. and and you know whatever was on the inside of it it was that was good but i don't <laughs> want this weekly <laughs> you know <laughs> it was this is tasty in the try something new arena but 
not tasty in the let's have this every week arena. So now she's eating it all the time. <laughs> no, thanks. At Van Nuys High School, complaints about the food were so widespread that even the principal wrote to one of the head bureaucrats with the plea, please help bring back better food. <laughs> Among other complaints, uh, the principal said salads dated October 7th were served on October 17th. Oh, my. On oh. campus. That has got to be awful. Even adults, including a junior ROTC officer and an art teacher, have been found selling black market candy, chips, and instant noodles to hungry students. So some of the teachers are selling underground junk food. I love it. 855-450-FREE. Are those locally sourced M&Ms? 1-855-450-3733. The black market, you can always count on it to thrive in Prohibition. Become a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 per month. You'll get perks, and you'll help us free more minds worldwide. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. Take control of these airwaves toll-free. It's Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything you want at 855-450-FREE. That number brought to you by SACL CAI, 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We've got a lot of features, and we give them to you. The cam is one of them. You can watch, listen, and interact. The chat room is built into the same page over at cam.freetalklive.com. Like everything else on our website, it's free, cam.freetalklive.com. Do you not have enough time to read books anymore? Audible book, uh, excuse me, audio books are a great way to get in that reading that you want to do without carving time out of your day to sit down and read a book. Audible.com is a leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment, whether it's the business, classics, fiction, uh, erotica, history, science fiction, or whatever department it is that you're looking for inside of the uh, the bookstore, the online bookstore. They've got it. They've got more than 100,000 titles over there at audible.com from which to choose, and you can get any one of them free. Whether it's a novel, science, um, science fiction or nonfiction or whatever you want, uh, all kinds of award winners, new releases, whatever, you can get it for free from audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. They've got it for you. They've made it available. It's a gift from Free Talk Live and Audible. Audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. All right. So uh, we can continue talking about the black market here in a moment. But let's go to Ben listening in Huntsville to WBHP. Hello, Ben. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's on your mind tonight, Ben? I just wanted to know what your opinion was of Roe versus Wade. I've never heard that topic come up on the show yet. I mean, whatever your opinion is, it's not going to hurt my feelings. And uh, just wanted to know what uh, other liberty-minded people thought of that issue. And I'm going to hang up now and let you uh, talk about it. Okay. okay. Now, you don't have to hang up, but you know, thanks for the call. Allie, you're the uh, lady of the show here this evening. Uh, what are your thoughts? Well, I thought I'd let you guys start because I want to reserve my... Fair enough. Uh, you can go last then, Mark. Roe versus Wade is a um, national uh, case, and as far as I'm concerned, the federal government doesn't have a place making rules when it comes to uh, you know situations like this. If you consider abortion to be murder, and many people do, I consider it to be the ending of a human life. I don't think that it reaches the level of murder, but if you consider it to be that State governments um, are the ones that have, you know, murder charges, not federal 
governments. Some people would say that the federal government needs to protect abortion and a woman's right to choose at a federal level because states can't be trusted. And if by trusted you mean that some states would probably legalize abortion and some wouldn't, I would agree with you that some would and some wouldn't. Um, But I don't think that that is a justification for stepping outside of the bounds of the Constitution. The Constitution is very clear that of what it is supposed to cover and what it is supposed to do. And the Ninth and Tenth Amendments make it very clear that power is not delegated to the United States by the Constitution nor prohibited by it to the states are reserved to the states respectively or to the people. That means that Roe versus Wade is not a... Uh, it's not a national issue. It's a state issue. Now, do I think that uh, prohibition on uh, abortion has worked? No, I don't think a prohibition on abortion has worked. You'll get a black market anytime you prohibit anything. I think that it is a, uh, you know, I think that using abortion as a form of a birth control is a reprehensible act and one that people should, uh, you know, really reconsider. But I think that many of the uh, abortion activist type groups out there have not taken the right route, which is finding solutions for people, young women um, in these situations, as opposed to trying to shame and show bits of dead baby and things like that. I think that that's disgusting. Yeah, I could agree with that. Okay. Uh, So I guess I'll uh, comment here. I I also share a similar view that – uh, at least from the governmental perspective, the government doesn't belong involved in people's health decisions. It doesn't belong at all uh, inside someone's body. And so whether we're talking about state or federal government, it's none of anybody's business uh, what someone decides to do with their body. I understand the arguments uh, about, you know, it's a human being and this and that. But to to me, uh, that's something that no, is never going to be determined. There's always going to be a difficulty in getting people to agree on this. They're, it's never going to happen that everyone's going to come to one uniform definition of when does the humanity enter into the fetus? Uh, Because it is a fetus. It is still connected to mother. It's still part of her in that way. And uh, whenever there's something that's part of you, you should have the opportunity to eject a part of you that uh, you don't like anymore. I disagree with that. Um, well, I think that, that's that, fine, Mark. You I can disagree with that. The gentleman force... asked for, uh, for, my, for our comments right. on, uh, on this, this issue. And I think that uh, – It's the foreseeable – sex – pregnancy is a foreseeable result of sex. And I true. don't think that but people should be, fielded, uh, should be shielded from the results of their actions. Oh, to make it sound like you somebody – have the right by, not wait to hit a minute. The ground to make it sound like somebody is not is... something that's just like easy for a lot of people Thank to do. Thank you, Allie. That's what's going to be what I was going to say. To make it sound like someone's shielded by having to make this decision to uh, like it's some easy choice to just go in and have an abortion. I think uh, I think a lot of people take it pretty seriously. Maybe there's a handful of folks out there that don't, but uh, I, I would love there to hear are what some you think, people. Allie. There are some women who do not take it seriously. But there, but a lot of women do. And I don't want them to be moms if they don't take you right. Know, they, that's they don't exactly. Take abortion they don't need to be mom. Mom. They, You don't need to have an abortion not to be a mom, Buster. You mean you could always let there it go? There are to people a out there that would love that child. Mm-hmm. Speaking but, as an adopted child that was uh, adopted before, but Roe there are also Wade. kids out there waiting to be adopted. And if you add one more child to the whole mess of kids in this world, what good is that doing? There are uh, there Nothing. aren't nearly as many infants uh, available. 
Good. Let's let some other kids get adopted. Uh, and you think that that's changing? There are people waiting for 10 freaking years to get infants. They're not adopting older kids. They should stop kids. waiting and being so picky. Oh, yeah. They should do what you think they should do. You know what? People should be responsible well, for their own freaking do, actions. You're saying, what women, you're saying women should do what you think they should do and not get abortions, right, I think that I think everybody should not kill other people. That it's is not, a blanket statement I'm, I'm making. Oh, anyway, right. Ali, I'd well, like to hear what Ali has to say. Okay, so basically I don't think the government is the proper tool for this type of thing, especially when you have like Planned Parenthood and there's controversy over it. They shouldn't be picking which side. If it's going to be an issue at any level, I guess I would rather it be a state issue than a federal issue. But generally I'm pro-choice, but after hearing... um I don't know. I'm going to sound like a Ron Paul bot. But after hearing him explain why he's pro-life, I kind of can understand, you know, if he's a doctor and he, you know, has lots of experience in this field and he thinks that, you know, it's out of line for in some cases, maybe it does depend on how far along the, the pregnancy is. But in general, I think it's sort of pretty much a woman's choice because if someone murdered someone's uh, baby then they would look to the mom or the dad to for retribution, like to give retribution to them. But if it's the mother's choice, then, you know, the baby's the victim. But what are you going to do? Let, let the market decide. As you said, you know, there's a certain point. Each doctor might have a certain point at which they think that it's inappropriate to give someone an abortion. Obviously, the day before giving birth, bad time for an abortion. I doubt very many doctors would do it then. But a month in. I don't know that that's, you necess- I don't know that that's necessarily true. Really? You think you can find a bunch of doctors who are going to do I don't need a bunch of doctors. I need one doctor. Right. Okay. So there's maybe some unscrupulous doctors out there that would be willing to do that, but they're not very frequently uh, found in the marketplace. What if the baby doesn't have the right hair color after it comes out? Can I find one to slit its throat? Is that okay? No, I don't think that's okay at all. Oh, now that it's given birth, it makes a difference. Ben, go ahead. Oh, nothing. I shouldn't. Uh, that, that, that sounds a bit extreme. Yes, well, Mark has to go to the extreme to make any kind of points because he's unprincipled and a hack. Thank you, uh, Ben, for the call. <laughs> what the Appreciate hell are you talking you. about? 855-450-FREE. What That's is the, the difference same. between the day before birth and the day after birth? I didn't say tweet, that it was tweet, appropriate tweet. to do it the day before birth, did I? I said most doctors wouldn't do that. Oh, uh, you, but so I would. didn't say I you thought d- that was okay, did I? You, no, you, I didn't. You did. So don't put words in my mouth. Look, it's nonsense, man. You know What's it's nonsense? a human life. And that's at the end of when the story. When does it become a human life? The day that it's conceived. Nonsense. That's Look, nonsense. If you're talking about it. It can't about think. It, what? In, it can't speak. You can't think can't. In coherently. <laughs> should I be able to end your life? From my definition, I'm smarter than you, so should I be able to end my life? As the smartest man on the planet, I do hereby say the rest of you people are inferior <laughs> and therefore worthy of death. Wow. That's all you're saying, you nut. I don't have to say anything more about you, man. You just made all my points <laughs> for point, me. That's the point you're 855 making. 855-450-FREE. You're saying that you're smarter than it, so therefore it can die. Just talk yourself right into a uh, corner there, Mark. 855-450-FREE. You're just wanting that's to impress the girls out there. That's the only reason that you have that opinion. <laughs> I'll support your abortions, ladies. That's right. Come hither. There's plenty of women that don't like abortions, so obviously I'm right. not impressing them. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. Moments remain. Maybe enough time for your call if you make it now to 855 free. 
and joining you here tonight, it's Ian. Allie. And Mark. Allie, where can people go to find your Ladies in Keen podcast that we talked about earlier in the show tonight? Uh, if you just go to ladiesinkeen.com, there's a Lick podcast uh, page where you can just go and just download it. Excellent. And you did your first episode last week. You're doing it on a weekly basis yep. on Sundays. Sundays. Yep. Live on LRN.FM at, uh, starting at 11 a.m. Eastern, right? Exactly. And then available later via podcast at ladiesinkeen.com. So if you want to get uh, more alley, that is the way to do it. So uh, our number here again, 855-450-FREE. Uh, somebody called to bring up the talk radio third rail of uh, abortion. And Mark gets very, very upset uh, when this topic comes up because he's trying to impress women uh, with his viewpoint I'm on trying abortion. To impress women. <laughs> that's, that's what you accused me of before, yeah. and it's absolutely absurd mm-hmm. uh, because there's plenty of women that don't support abortion, and obviously I wouldn't be. Most of them uh, are 40 on up. What? You think that's true? I do. You think people- so? Women who can't have babies in- anymore are the ones, or who are might have more difficulty having babies, are the ones that are against abortion. But the I- ones that could maybe have an abortion are for it for some reason. I think that um, I think that women who haven't had children um, in their lives probably don't have the value for them. I think that uh, you know you, we were talking about whether a fetus is a human being or not, and I think that and that's an important aspect of this. It's very important, and I, that's why I say that no one's ever going to come to an agreement on when the humanity happens. I right? tend to agree with that because statement you said too. that it's as soon as conception happens, which yep. seems pretty absurd to me. I think that uh, the the fetus that is closer to birth is much more human like than the fetus that is not uh, close to birth. And there's a certain spectrum in there, and everybody's going to have a different point at which three months, six months, whatever, however many months they think it is, that uh, the thing becomes human. So this pill you can take, the morning after pill, is that wrong? Is that um, murder? Well, I mean, what, when you, if, you, if you're asking me whether it's moral or not, I think it should be available uh, for people because, you know, it, I, I don't think that uh, legislating against abortions has worked, right. but I do think it's wrong. Yes. You accept the reality that it's not going to go away just by prohibiting it, I so think that's good. You don't I want think the it is wrong to, to buy a gun and shoot a person who has done nothing to you, and I think it is wrong to take a pill that kills a person that um, has done And the argument is whether or not it's a person. So I remember you actually came up with an example once that I thought was interesting of the uh, the house fire mm-hmm. where you've got your son Jack. He's, uh, he's in the house, and, yep. uh, and then in another room is a petri dish with a uh, day old uh, you know a week old fetus yep. in it uh, being sustained by some sort of artificial uh, life thing yep. uh, and the fi- the house is on fire and you are only able to run into one room to save one th- one living thing mm-hmm. which living thing do you choose you know that I'm going to choose jack so one person is more of a person than another person right? i would agree that one mm-hmm. person is more what of a about, person than another let's change but the- that doesn't change my statement that i believe that i am more of a person than you are so so therefore, <laughs> I should be able to kill you. That's, That's the only absurd. statement. Uh, okay. What's absurd about let's, it? What's get, different than the scenario that you made? No, no, the... you, you have just dodged, my friend. I didn't dodge you anything. Made a point that I was willing to, to concede that Jack is more of a person than the Petri dish, and if I only get to, to choose one, I will choose Jack, and I'll answer your question. However, the point that you... you You're just acknowledging that that is not, a, it's not as much of a person in your mind. It's I obviously believe not that the ideas of person. liberty are based on uh, the ideas of Personal responsibility. Would you go in for the petri dish alone? 
well, uh, if my life if, is in danger? Or if I, yeah, if your precious life was in danger, would you go and try to save the Petri dish? I don't know whether I do it. I have mm-hmm. to look at the certain okay. instance. But that's You know not whether you'd go and after Jack, an, though. That's not me. Uh, you're darn right I would. Right. That's not me taking an act you love to Jack. kill something. You love Jack, and you don't love the Petri dish. Nature, <laughs> that, that, that is a true statement. Okay, the nature, thank you. How, however, I have gone into uh, cars covered in gasoline to pull somebody out. How many of those have you gone into, Mr. Tough I'm not Tough a, Stuff? a volunteer fireman. Right, that's you're not, not going to do something like okay, that. Okay, I want to ask Ian a question because I'm not sure how I feel, I guess, completely. So, say there's a pregnant woman and say it's your wife or something. This is all hypothetical. It's your wife. Mm-hmm. She's carrying yeah, your child. And, um, <laughs> and an accident, someone is responsible for the baby's death. Like, I don't know what happens, but there's some kind of accident. The baby dies. They're responsible. They injured your wife or something like okay. that. And now the baby's dead. Or do they owe you anything for that life for the you're talking about a fetus right right like besides just obviously they owe you for like the harm done to your wife but what about the baby is there like is that a murder or is that like a is that manslaughter or anything well again i I don't know where the line is as far as what becomes a human or how i would feel about you know if it was the day before birth i think that's pretty darn close to being what if it's a week after conception Right. Well, let's use the week after conception. We have uh, two women. I punch both of them in the gut. Okay. One of them is not pregnant. The other one has a week old fetus. Which one have I harmed more? Because I can tell you what that family thinks. Yeah, I would say they're harmed equally. You are case. nuts. You are out of your rabid ass mind. You even I can't know believe you even said that. You are a frothing mouth breathing moron. Necessarily that she was pregnant. You're at saying a that there is no value. No value. You've just said there's no value to a week old fetus. That value weak. is assigned Let's to that your person. Values, Mark. All right, I so can set your house, house on fire. It has no value to so me, the burning you house, disgusting individual. Down. The burning house, your dog, Honey, is in the house, mm-hmm. and the Petri dish. Which do you save? The dog could get out on its own. <laughs> no, it's trapped in there. You uh, accidentally left the door closed. I, so which do you which do you save? I don't know what I would make in, uh, what, what decision I would make in that instance. I really don't. Okay. I think maybe I'd choose the dog. I don't mm-hmm. know. But you see, nature. Just trying to check the value of the nature uh, the, the kills. There, there's value, though. It, you <laughs> you'd said that there was no value, and that's where you fall off the uh, bandwagon. The woman got punched in the stomach. That's the crime. Value subjective. The What's crime that? is it? Value subjective. Value is too. subjective, but he's stating it as as though it's objective. He said that there is no difference in the crimes. That's an objective statement, not a subjective statement. It's an objective statement made by a person who has no value for your fetus, and so therefore gets on the radio and advocates the killing of it. Advocates. If the woman That's has been says. harmed, I don't advocate uh, uh, people getting abortions. I think it's a very difficult choice that uh, humans have to make at some point. It's some some humans make at some point in their lives. If some ladies and it's not an easy thing for them to face i, I think so. all the men to get vasectomies i have one and it's uh, it's a fine choice so th- let's go to you and how your that thoughts solve the problem let's talk to i believe we've got doug listening in new jersey you're on free talk live doug hey how's it going hey what's on your mind tonight hey i just heard you guys talking about abortion uh i figured i'd come to the defense of mark a little bit i felt kind of bad for okay. him there being go two for versus it one. don't feel bad but, uh, I don't know that Allie was necessarily two, two versus one, but go right ahead. Yeah, Allie's on my side on this. Well, <laughs> I mean, regardless of, it was like you were saying, it's not like there's ever going to be a consensus one way or the other, and I think opinions will be divided, but mm-hmm. I think even the issue of abortion itself is just kind of sickening, and like, this kind of, I mean, 
that kind of technology could only be legitimized in a in a society where we don't value human life. I mean, thousands of years ago when we were hunters and gatherers and stuff, no one would ever abort their children. Like that would be totally unthinkable, you know, human life was valued. Every new baby was a worker or a you know, a contribution to society, you know, no one would consider ending their own well, it's true uh, that humans, uh, you know, babies can be considered liabilities today. Um, lions will often go in and kill the cubs of other male lions when they get the opportunity. So there may be a situation where uh, males would decide that the uh, progeny of other males wouldn't uh, wouldn't be a value. I don't know that necessarily what you're saying um, saying necessarily is true. Doug, what do you mean? I don't know that every society would value life um, in a hunter-gatherer situation. You know, it could be that uh, you know the, the the local strongman would say that I only want my kids to to live, and that this other guy's kids aren't of value. Or what if you're having a child born into a famine or something like that? I mean, would you rather uh, have that child starve to death or you know extinguish their life quickly uh, in that particular oh, case? No. Which I would try to run away or gather some food up. I don't know. It's, it's a, a famine, question, but. There's no food to be gathered. It's a famine. It's a tough scenario. Um, there was a, a very sad would thing. Probably that would starve anyway if the woman is starving, right? This is true. Good point. How would uh, the baby even come out in the first place? Uh, thank you for right. the uh, the call, Doug. Appreciate hearing from you. Eight five five four fifty free. Crichton Shouldn't. is on the line in Louisville. You're on Free Talk Live, Crichton. Hey guys, today. Hey, what's on your mind? Oh, talking about abortion. Of course, I had to call in. Okay, go. Um, uh, actually, I was calling about the comment about adoption, about you guys saying that, uh, arguing about whether or not infants are available to be adopted in the United States. I'm a foster father, and I can tell you honestly that that is not the case. There are not adoptable infants right. that were born in the United States. That's because everybody's the adop- is snatching because, them up, right? Well, the, the, one, the few that exist are caught up pretty fast, but yeah. they also have the issue that um, the foster care system takes about two years to hmm. adopt a child. Jeez. So they make it really hard. It's not adoptable. Interesting. Okay. Well, thanks for the clue, man. I wish we had more time to talk about it, but we are out of it for tonight. 855-450-FREE. That's the number for tomorrow. You can join us online. In the meantime, we do this thing seven nights per week, so we've got a live Saturday and live Sunday edition of this program. We'll see you then. And online, in the meantime, at freetalklive.com. It has been Ian here with you. Allie. And Mark. See you tomorrow. Why did you move to the Shire? I moved here to the Shire because there's other people around who take liberty just as seriously as I do. I moved to the Shire because I saw videos of people challenging authority and thought that I could get support myself. It called to me, like, do this right now. I wanted to be around people like me who got it. And once I got here, I knew there was nowhere else that I wanted to be. Immigrating to the Shire was easy. I was instantly plugged into a community of individuals who also care about peace, liberty, and justice and are willing to do something about it. The people here are awesome, loving, and positive. It was for the adventure and for the feeling of something important is happening here. And I just wanted to come to sort of be part of that. Visit ShireSociety.com to read and sign the Shire Society Declaration and learn the reasons why, if you love liberty, you should immigrate to the Shire. Plus, add yourself to the Shire map at ShireSociety.com. That's ShireSociety.com.